0: Hello.
1: Welcome to episode 45 of the Emerald Flow Show. We're a podcast on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. You can follow us on X at Emerald Flow Show, and you can listen to us on all major podcasting apps. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, if there's a five star review. You can go to slash donate to donate to this pod if you are feeling extra generous. I'm Gerard, uh, and unlike last time, I'm here and Paul's not. So we switched around. Paul's, of course, in london for all in but he was also at the uh rev pro 11th anniversary show yesterday which from the sounds of things was the show of the weekend uh in london and everything like that and uh that intro you heard this week uh was the funk brothers theme from all japan pro wrestling starting in the 1970s and who better to talk about terry funk the n1 the Royal Road Tournament, and even some great than Dylan Fox. Dylan, how are you?
0: I'm so honored to be back on, Gerard. It's, it's been so long since I was on the last episode I was on. I think was... Uh, maybe it was right after, I think, Kaito beat Muto. So I guess like, over a year now.
1: Was it? I was. Uh, I, I think it was around going into Buda, the All Japan Budokan show. Uh,
0: th- that's, a, that's a little bit later. Yeah, you might be right. We'll have to check the archives on that. I feel mm. like we talked about Kaito and Muto on that show. I we're think maybe, we were probably
1: a... speculating what was going to happen at Budokan even though it was probably a couple of months before uh, yeah that's true
0: yeah. well Budokan was such a such a big deal for all japan that that show was and very successful thanks to the best band in the history of the world Shingeki who was the <laughs> pre-show i remember us talking about that and I found out from your review I had no idea until you said so I was like what they're on that's like the an indie group that well, i they really didn't like.
1: They didn't make tape. They did not make that. It that was a sad part. They didn't make NTV. They did not make the copy that made it onto All Japan TV. So that was
0: oh, they crazy went crazy the about it. There. Yeah, on, on their on their well, X now, not Twitter. That things have changed, <laughs> times have changed, but they were really into it though. I was reading some of their posts. They were very happy and they thought that maybe they too one day could get to 50 years, much like All Japan, which is probably not going to happen <laughs> the way the music industry works. But I'm so happy to be on the show, especially this show. So much going on. Uh, obviously, all over the world with All In. Um, next week, there's going to be a ton of shows happening as well. And, uh, you know, we were talking about it off the air. Uh, Arisa Nakajima and Sari, y'all got to watch that if you're uh, fans of Joshi. You're just great wrestling in general, I think. No matter what kind of fan you are, you'll like it. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about today. And long story short, thank you for having me on. Thank you to the Voices of the Wrestling folks out there and all the fans of the Emerald Flow Show, which I am one. I'm a listener every week, even when you're not on or Paul's not on. I really appreciate what you guys are doing.
1: Oh, that's amazing. And thank you. Um, I really appreciate that. But unfortunately, we got to start with obviously uh, one of the big stories of the week the passing of an absolute legend in Terry Funk. Dylan, would it be fair to say he's probably the second biggest foreign star in Japanese wrestling history?
0: There's so many, but he's definitely right up there.
1: He's absolutely Uh, top five, but.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that, that's for sure. You know, you think of the legends of the past, people like Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody, and he was right up there with those guys. Uh, to me, I, I don't think the modern guys have as much reach or scope as they did back in those days, because no. it's a whole, it's a, it's a whole different world, you know. Well, Terry had
1: albums, like yeah, exactly. You know, that's Hiden did yeah, uh, Jumbo did, you know, um, and even like someone like the Destroyer going back further, like half Japan oh, yeah. would have watched his matches on TV.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, like Miloskaro, people,
1: and and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, there's so many great legends. Sharp Brothers were like super huge back in those days. You know, Fez and all of that. You know, you, there's just so many great foreigners. But Terry Funk, definitely top top tier. Like elite I mean, you tier.
1: can you can still see the effect of Terry Funk on today's pro more so yeah. than some of those other guys.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's for sure. I mean, and the longevity of it, you know, I mean, that retirement show, everybody goes back to it, the big forever, you know, just like forever and over and over, like a legendary promo uh, that was in Japan, his first ever retirement show, 1983, first of uh, many, many retirements that he would have. And uh, then all the way into the 90s with obviously the IWA stuff with uh, Cactus Jack and and all of the hardcore stuff he did with Onida. And he just was such an amazing talent but like you said just an amazing character as well it's so popular in japan so over uh, i was actually watching a match he has not that long ago it was him and jumbo actually J- everybody knows if, if you know me you know jumbo is my pick for the greatest wrestler ever and one of my all-time favorites as well this is like 1980 um i think it was a champion carnival match actually but if you look look at that match uh, Funk was actually more over the jumbo, like as a popular babyface yep. character in Japan in 1980. Uh, that shows you how strong his and his and his brother as well, like his team with his brother uh, Dory Funk Jr. is very legendary in his own right of that era. But he was just something on a whole nother level, well, something so special. I,
1: I, you know, I really listened to a great episode of uh, Pacific Rim that Jim Valley and Fumi Saito did on Terry that came out like only a few hours after the news broke. I think wow, and and, and Fumi was like. Yeah, Terry was more popular than ben Dory. Yeah, he, 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 he definitely was. But, you know,
0: as a tag team, though, they did have a lot of classic matches. I will say that. But yes, Terry was obviously. I mean, just look at him. If you ever see Dory wrestle, he is like the the wrestler's wrestler like no flash all groundwork my very some people would say boring I actually kind of liked a lot of his wrestling to be honest but some people would say boring but then you look at Terry and he's this exuberant character just the way he wrestles even his punches are so legendary if you've watched a lot of his matches just something as a punch that he something as simple as a punch he can make seem like the coolest thing in the world and you know depending on what where he was at He had so much of a legacy in America, obviously, but in Japan, he had a a very much a large, large deal of respect and love all the way to this day.
1: Um, So one thing I didn't realize is when he was the NWA world champion, he was for about 403 days, famously gave up the title to uh, his wife left him. So he, you know, which I find a huge amount of respect for him to do that and everything like that. But he only did one tour of Japan as champion um, and it wasn't even a long tour. And I didn't realize that, but I had seen there's a June 1976 match between him and Jumbo, I think June 11th or something, uh, which is easily available if you find it. And that's worth checking out. Um, other matches I recommend uh, the final match of the 1977 Real World Tag League, which is the Funks versus Abdullah and the Sheik, which uh, was like probably maybe Terry's most famous match because it's the match that turned the Funk's baby face and it was like referenced in Japanese media uh, upon his death and that, that like Fumi talked about it as well so that's like a historic match uh, one of the first like foreign baby faces I think I guess the Destroyer was probably the first one but um, the Funk's had been such heels and then I think one of the greatest matches of all time the 1981 Real World Tag League final match broda and uh, Snuka versus the funks where terry does an amazing amazing cell job because uh stan hansen accompanies um brody and Snuka to the ring and that's his all japan debut and, and this is one of the best angles ever um and then of course you know the final funks versus um uh hansen and gordy uh from funks original retirement in 83 and um Dylan, what do you have any like favorite uh, Terry in Japan matches that I didn't mention?
0: One time he actually faced his brother in a match. Uh, oh, it was ni- 1981. Right. It was when uh, it was supposed to be Brody, but he didn't show up uh, for some reason. I can't remember exactly why it happened, uh, but for somehow or another, they ended up fighting each other, and I thought that was a fantastic match. Again,
1: oh, Brody jumped to. Um...
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that must have been when it was. Yeah, it was 81 this happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like April 18, 81. Another one you can find a lot of this old school stuff is actually. We're so lucky because I'm a lucha libre fan, and if you try to find historical lucha libre, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack sometimes. I mean, there's sometimes it's there, but a lot of times it's not. But with this Japan stuff, because it's been so well archived, and because uh, the TV networks, only the footage has a lot of negative connotations to it, but actually it also helps a lot of the older Well, they stuff
1: keep like replaying this. it, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ex- ex- exactly why it's so good, because this can live on through all the times they've actually replayed it. Same thing with like All Japan Women's stuff, is too. As a company has been dead for almost 20 years. You can still find a ton of their legendary matches I think, out there if you look for them.
1: I think Samurai, in the last couple of years, Samurai TV's even aired some FMW in higher quality than people had seen before, too.
0: Yeah, it's like a treasure trove out there if you know know where to look, but uh, that was one of my favorite matches. It's a great singles match, but there was a a lot of good ones on there too. Uh, The one you mentioned with uh, Abdullah the Butcher, uh, the one in 78 was like the tag match was so like uh, just a crazy match, you know, as you'd expect between those two. Um, He did some really good stuff uh, overall in there, but the tag team stuff, there was good stuff with uh, Billy Robinson and Horst Hoffman. At uh, seventy-seven, uh, there's a really fun match. Uh, if you want to see it. it's Baba and Jumbo versus uh, Funk, and not his brother, but actually Dick Slater. Uh, in nineteen eighty, was like a really good tag team match too. Anytime you can see Baba get in there, and
1: then the oh, I, times. I forgot to mention the main event of the very first All Japan show at that what's that venue that they they ran in February for Kento versus Yuma?
0: Oh, that was uh, Kento and Yuma. Oh, yeah.
1: It's in wow. Tokyo, or I think it's like at the, like the, the western edge of Tokyo or something. That was the location of the very first All Japan show, and the main event of that show was Giant Baba and Thunder Sugiyama versus Bruno Sammartino and Terry Funk in a two out of three falls match.
0: Ah, uh, See, how about that? That shows so you. there
1: From the beginning, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, from the very beginning in All Japan.
1: Did, did he ever? Famously told Dave Meltzer to watch the Crush Gals.
0: Smart guy. Uh, they, well, they, they were so over at that time you, you couldn't even uh you probably couldn't go anywhere without meeting wrestling or not uh back then. Uh but yeah, he after that, you know, he was gone for a while doing the NWA stuff. Uh he actually had a very, very uh brief run in '95 in New Japan, like he reemerged. Uh oh, right. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like when Great Kabuki was there and Sabu was there. It was a really crazy time. Uh so he's very small in New Japan, a lot in all Japan, uh that he has, but in IWA, uh he, he probably wrestled at
1: FMW. Oh, he, he had the funk masters of wrestling.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, see. So uh, and he's of course, all the of
1: famous them. the famous match in May of ninety three against Onita. Onita yeah. more of a spectacle than a good wrestling match
0: all of those matches were like that though uh, isn't that i had heard that Onita's like he's a big fan of cinema like movies i know that's kind of like overdone oh, that, that the
1: way but, that that way that is shot with like the wide shots yeah the stadium and everything yeah it's totally like a movie
0: yeah, he wanted to make his all of Onida's big matches like that. Where he wanted to make it more like movies than traditional wrestling matches, and he succeeded because, like you said, that was a complete spectacle. Um, diving on the referee at the at the end, uh, everything blowing up, slapping Terry, trying to wake him up at the end. Uh, very fun match stuff. And like you said, not a great wrestling match, but fun spectacle stuff. If You want to see some good wrestling? Him and All Japan is where you go. Uh, him and his brother, like I a great tag team. But him just on his own, if you can find some of those matches, I mean, they had really a who's who in all Japan of these foreign talents. You had Flair there, uh, Bach Winkle was there, Rick Martel, and he crossed paths with a lot of Your those boy guys. Rick Martel. Oh, yeah, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, yes, uh, the model himself, uh, but I, I like him better before, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> before a- the
1: AWA Rick Martell.
0: Yeah, Portland as well, and in all Japan he had some great matches too, but uh they had such a who, who's who of talent the thing you got to understand about some of these singles matches, though, the fans were conditioned that the countout was the way, pretty much. You know, like back then, every match, like there was no clean finishes practically in the, in the early 80s in all of Japan. Uh, that changed at the end of the decade and going into the 90s and, and an era that everybody loved so much, obviously, after UWF made Baba realize he needs to stop goofing around so much and uh, get clean finishes in there. But if you could stand the fact that there are probably are going to be crazy stuff and not a lot of clean finishes. You have a lot of great matches in all Japan with Funk and a lot of people.
1: If you think about those matches in that era that ended with, with, well, maybe clean is not the right word, but actual pinfalls. They're actually generally among the more famous matches. Yeah. 1981 real world tag league match Brody pins Dory. Um, And that's a huge finish. And when Jumbo won the AWA world title from Bachwinkle, he pinned Bachwinkle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, those are the and two then... off the top of my head. I think there's others.
0: Yeah, and then later in the decade, it becomes much more prominent. Uh, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, another match I wanted to shout out was um, the Funks versus uh, Steamboat and Youngblood. Um, uh, that's one of my all time favorite tag teams. It's a shame Youngblood died so young. Uh, like what a great lost cause to wrestling because I think he would have been an all time legend uh, if he had been able to live longer. But you actually get to see them in all Japan. Uh, Those two teams, it was like 1982. Um, I'm sure you can find it online pretty easy, but that was a great match. Uh, Go check that out, especially if you've never seen Steamboat and Youngblood, because everybody knows Steamboat. But them as a team was like an all-time great team to me. It just was so short uh, that they don't get their roses a lot. So you get to see the funks and them in 1982, and it's just as good. And they're like a perfect, perfect complement to each other stylistically. If you've ever seen Steamboat Steamboat and Youngblood wrestle, they're such a great, high-energy, babyface team, and then you've got the gritty funks coming after them. It's like they're just a perfect match. I love that match so much. Uh, One of the more underrated matches, in my opinion, in all honesty.
1: Dylan, I have a trivia question for you. Do you know what Terry Funk's last match in All Japan Pro Wrestling was?
0: Oh, he was there. Uh, remember when they brought? This was during the freaking uh, um, the guy who got arrested era. Uh, There's like, yeah, Shiraishi, 2013. They brought
1: him getting back. Warmer, Do- getting Do- warmer. Yeah,
0: yeah, Dory and Terry. They faced. Uh, uh, it had to be Fuchi. It was one of them.
1: Yep. And can you guess who the other one was?
0: Uh, so I've got three. Was it another All Japan legend?
1: Uh, not quite, but I think you can figure out stylistically who it was. If you maybe, extrapolate,
0: maybe Nishimura. Yep, yep. Oh, it was. It, it, it,
1: they, went to a, they went to a 20-minute draw on All Japan's 41st anniversary show.
0: I wish I could. Now, here's the thing that era is so hard to find stuff from like we're talking about the 80s it's a lot easier the 2013 14 15 era man it used to be so prominent when i was first coming up and now it's like really hard to find stuff from there i'd love to i don't know how good that match was in 2013 to be honest but (laughs) it it, it, would be fun to watch though
1: yeah and um uh I would say hopefully they do a uh, memorial, like, you know, uh, one of those memorial shows like they did for The Destroyer. Um, Yeah, absolutely. It was like like Wada and uh, Tiger Kiara and then like Baba or the Baba Estate organized that. So I think hopefully they do that for Terry.
0: Oh, so deserved if if that happens. I I really hope you're right. (laughs) We already saw the show from today even at Noah, a company that he was never really in. Uh, They actually did like a a tribute thing to him. It was like a very small thing, but just, you know, obviously we're still fresh off of it, but they actually mentioned it at the the start of
1: their show. Um, Yeah. uh, Poor Kohei Wada did not look very happy Uh, out there, you know? Yeah. uh, You know, more and more legends are from his era, right?
0: Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you know, you think about it, Funk, it's a shame that he's gone, but nobody can deny he lived an amazing full life. Mm-hmm. Um, trivia note on that about his wife, he actually got her back after he gave up the title, too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. They
1: were married all you know. the way through death a couple years <laughs> yeah,
0: ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they stayed together. Yeah, she passed away a few years ago, unfortunately. So rest in peace to both of them, obviously. Uh, Funk has so many great memories, obviously, for me as a fan, <laughs> and so many people as fans wrestlers like you said referees it, it seems like all if you hear all the stories about him everyone loves him so much uh you know like they always talk about how unselfish he was never mind how great he was but just how he'd always be there for everybody loved the fans as well was a super fan friendly guy uh, i was listening earlier obviously the thing is why would you want to listen to us talk about it when you can listen to mick foley <laughs> talk about Terry? <laughs> i Fark?
1: haven't listened to that yet. yeah
0: yeah I, I, I listened to it a little bit earlier Uh, And he was talking about how he would just go out and just hang out with the fans, bring people to his ranch. Obviously the double cross ranch in Texas, everybody knows. Um, Every, everybody's just said great things about him uh, all throughout the industry, especially that era. And, you know, for a guy like Wada, he's been around and seen so much. I've seen so many great people and and legends go, you know, that's a very hard thing to deal with. So that's another thing we have to think of because uh, the Funkster men, he did so much for everybody in the industry as a fan or a watcher or just knowing him and to see another person you love, obviously, you know, all Japan, so many have gone, you know, Baba, Jumbo, Misawa, and uh, all of the rest Brody, obviously, I uh, going back even further, we're talking about the whole time. It feels like somebody else is going and that's a sad reality of not just wrestling, but life in general that you, that you go into. Uh, so you got a feel for the people left behind that knew him and loved him so much. And uh, hopefully the The family can have peace and solace in that and I, I know the Funkster he did live, live such a full life that you know it's sad that he's gone but damn he was had a life to be proud of that he lived
1: absolutely well said that sums it up so well so from there uh, we're going to move on to we'll start with All Japan there's a lot to go through instead of going through every tournament match although there's not that many But we'll just go by night and sort of talk about the big picture or your favorite matches. August 19th, Cork and Hall in front of 936 fans, which was what they do in Cork and Hall these days. We had the first round and then the World Tag Team title match where Kento and Yuma defeated Yuji Nagata and Ryuki Honda to retain the titles for the third defense. Dylan, what do you think of this show?
0: It was overshadowed. The tournament was overshadowed by the tag match. I would say in the main event, um, none of the tournament yeah. matches were were really anything to write home about. You know, uh, Dan and Suzuki, they did all right. Uh, you know, a pretty decent match. I it thought over- it
1: was good for what it what, was. It like six and uh, yeah, six fifty nine.
0: Yeah, it was a good, a good opening round match, like start off match. Uh, Nomura and Hokuto had a good match as well. I thought they did yep. a fine job as well. Uh, you know, the side, you know, Ray Saito. We talked about him a little bit, not on the show, but maybe on my show, I might have said something. But I thought that they actually did better than you might expect in the Champion Carnival. Uh, both the Saito brothers, really, yep. but especially Ray, I think, stood out more than June, obviously. Oh, I
1: have some thoughts on the Saitos. I will be getting to later.
0: Uh, I am interested in hearing about them as well. Uh the Ishikawa and Abe match that went too long <laughs> to be honest. I okay. didn't like that, that
1: much. You know what though? I thought Shuji worked hard to try to give that kid something.
0: And that's what that was the point of it going long was to try and make him look better. Yeah. It just wasn't that entertaining for, for me watching ultimately. I don't know about it. You, mean, know I mean?
1: you know it's a big guy like the big guys running into each other is always gonna give put it up a notch. Instead of it was just two average-sized, talentless guys or something, uh, true, like that. And I th- thought the crowd was sort of awake for it. I just I don't know about Ayabe
0: as a well. Yes, I I
1: agree. I think he's yeah. better at tag, so like, yeah, I, I agree. Be, uh, this is sounds like a ridiculous comparison, but he <laughs> is an Akira Tawe role in a tag team.
0: Oh, I, I could see that, actually, uh, to be honest with you. Obviously, you hope he can get to – he probably won't ever get to that level because uh, <laughs> Tao is one of the best ever. But, uh, you know, I get what you're saying, though. I think that's a really good idea for him. and can help him. And they've used him. I think they've actually been pretty smart about how they've used him up to this point you know he wasn't in the carnival they don't really expose him too much they wanted to give him this match against a guy that is of his size it's not that they you know jobbed him out to some guy way smaller than him they had him lose with purpose to a bigger guy so i think the the idea is sound i just don't think he's that good yeah ultimately long long story short about it
1: right uh and we'll get to later but there's going to be plenty of more jto and all japan crossover
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, the, and I thought the tag match main event was really strong.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely.
0: I, yeah, as all of these. like I mean, you look at this with Kento and Yuma as a team. They're really knocking up or, you know, notching up some a big resume this year with their, well, a lot of their if matches. If you
1: want to go back to that Yuma and Naoya Nomura versus Kento and yeah. Naoya Nomura, you could say like Yuma Aoyagi has had an, quite the year as a tag team
0: and obviously singles as well, but he's always been a great all around performer. I mean, the, uh, him and Kento's first run as a tag yeah. team, and the, like they've always had great chemistry and, and everything like that. Obviously a big point of this match though, was centered around Honda. And he's a guy that I've always loved so much. I thought when he, he came in, that's like pushing him. Even when they gave him that spot where he suplexed uh, Suwama, like way back when his first big moment, I thought, man, This guy's got it. He he like this is a guy you can really build around in the future, be a main event player. I love the tag team with him and Ashino. I think that, I still think that's one of their biggest mistakes. Obviously, yeah. we looked down in hindsight because of the injury to Ashino, but I just thought they were on fire as a tag team. You had remember last year when bringing speaking of Budokan, you had Taue and, and Kawada give him the titles. I was that, like, man, this is this yeah, is yeah, my yeah. T- this is my wrestling right here. With yeah. that, I mean, that, that was my favorite match on that whole show. Was there mm-hmm. a tag match? That uh, was
1: the best match of the show. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah.
0: And I just thought they had a ton of potential together, and and they went this. Other direction with him. I'm not a big fan of the new look, and especially in the carnival, I thought he really under-delivered as a like straight-up heel performer. They've kind of gotten away from all of that, thankfully. Uh, him as Nagata's kind of like Nagata is his mentor type of deal they've done I really like actually I think that fits him really well and elevates him I'm still not a big fan of the hair but the wrestling is so good that it makes that it's
1: okay I <laughs> think deal. also I think the thing with Nagata sets up a story for Ashino when he returns yeah
0: absolutely it's it's great and, and that's something I like I mean, we're going to talk about Noah a little bit later I mean there's so much to criticize with how they, they run their shows and their company but with All Japan and there was a time where there all japan's such a weird company overall because there's times usually you'll look at a 6 months period of all japan and you'll be like everything's clicking this is great I love what they're doing. Remember, at the end of last year—not the end of last year, but the end of the Champion Carnival when Yuma won last year—everybody was hyped for it. It was like, okay, this is perfect. Everything's firing on all cylinders. And then a month later, it's like Voodoo Murders is back. They've dis—you know—they've disavowed Ashino and Suwama. They—you know—Jake is the champion. Like things are going crazy. We don't know what's going on. It's a weird company because they go through real, um, real like really definitive phases of either it's really good or really bad. And I think that right now we're in a good phase though of all Japan. I like pretty much everything they're doing, Um, you know, up and down the card. I think they have good things. We'll talk about the junior title, which I'm not a big fan of because of who's the champion right now in his performances. But I think that they, they have good ideas up and down pretty much everything, maybe the all Asia title, but even then, I think it sucks, but it's something different for the card, and I think that that there's value in that when you're doing something that's radically different than everything else. It's kind of like its own universe. I think there's value to that in any wrestling show.
1: I I would be more amenable like if I had more proof that Onita was still a draw, I would be more amenable to it. Like I get the I get the variety argument, but. I just don't see any evidence that Onita draws anything right now.
0: No, no. There is no evidence because it's not true. Yeah, <laughs> no. so you won't find any. But I do think, and I mean, I hate those matches. I think mm-hmm. anybody who knows me knows that i that's not what I want in wrestling at all. <laughs> Especially not in all Japan. But, you know, neither
1: of those, ma- none of those exploding current matches, I think, have been as bad as um, Omori and Masao Inoue versus uh, Nosawa and Kendo Kashen. I just have to say that.
0: That was special. <laughs> where is Big
1: Kendo these days? Uh probably backstage at Noah, I mean I'm assuming. That's where he needs to be, backstage. <laughs> um yeah, so I I think that covers it for that show. Uh Oh, I liked uh, Minoru Suzuki New Doi versus Suwaman Hikaru Sato too.
0: Yeah, they have a a good chemistry together. Uh, Both teams, actually, I think, have a pretty good chemistry. Obviously, Sato and Tsumama teamed together um, a lot in the past as Evolution. Yeah, we'll team more as well, going into the DDT (laughs) deal that they're doing. But Uh going Suzuki, I don't think they've actually... I don't think they've gotten everything they could have out of that faction yet. I think they're they're doing better the last couple of months, obviously last month with Omori getting the, the title shot and the tag title shot. I thought they did a good job, but I'd like to see them as a group kind of it feels like they're three pieces coming together and not like one group. You know, I don't think right. they've really established them, and I think that they need more of that to kind of let them gel a little bit. Well, more. I sort
1: like, of consider Tanizaki part of that group, too, now.
0: I, I, that, that, that's true as well, but even still, I do think that they need some more time to all gel together. Yeah, sure. They don't even have a name.
2: No.
1: Yeah. Um, and I guess we'll just mention him since we're starting. Uh, what do you think of Igo Blanc I mean, I think there's clearly like some talent there, but like he's like so many young indie wrestlers from in the West, where he does way too many like twists and spins for every move.
0: I'm really happy that he got the opportunity. Uh, You know, it's such a good good thing. I always respect anybody that comes from a place where there really is no big promotion, like France, for for example. You know, there's no mainstream promotion of any note there. But he's found his way into wrestling in all Japan. And obviously, I think they wanted kind of a new version of Francesco Akira. Obviously, they they would like that. I think he really struggled in this first turn. To be honest with you, um, but they, like you said, there's something there. I think the look is all right. I think it's kind yeah. of weird being in in like at his size in this junior yeah. division, but um, I think there's something there. I think that he didn't have a good first run, but I think that they they will want to give him another shot to see if he can grow. Because you look at where Akira was from the start to the end. And yeah. he really improved. And that's what you would want with somebody like Igo Blanc. So wishing the best for him. Very proud of him for even making it here. It wasn't the best first tour that you could have, though.
1: Yeah, that that sums it up well. I I, I would bring him back, though, for sure. Um, And then we move on to the next show on August 21st. It's should in front of 322 fans. That's a super no vacancy full house. Uh, we had Hayato Tamara defeated Jun Saito. With a lariat, I thought I enjoyed it for what it was.
0: I like this match. I yeah. I, I I really like Tomra. I think he's a guy one of. We're going to talk about Glade a little bit later, but one of the guys they should, he should be one of the... He should unquote- be yeah, that, that as well. <laughs> Listen, that show, I've reviewed that show like five times, and each time I just get more annoyed when I think about that Sumo Hall Glade show, but that was definitely... And that was probably the best. It wasn't probably. It was the best match. Like I feel pretty confident saying that on that show. And he was really good in it, but like you said, the loss really knocked him down a few pegs. But as a talent, I think he's got everything it takes. Similar to Honda, right? I felt the same way about him a couple of years ago, where it's like, he's got the look, he's got charisma, he can wrestle. And even in this match, you know, Jun Saito is not the, you know, greatest arbiter of the mat that you could find. But I really thought Tomara worked his ass off here and really made this work. And they had a pretty decent
1: match. I like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, then... <laughs> I think this might have been the most controversial match. <laughs> Suwama defeated Fuminori Abbey in 24 seconds with the John Woo dropkick. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was a great setup, like going with the punch to surprise Suwama. Right? That was cool. But then it just ended. You know, I
0: know that it was controversial. I know a lot of people didn't like it. Justin Van so. I'm not, I'm not saying anyone's wrong, but I'm just saying, put yourself in Suwama's shoes. Look at Suwama and look at Abe. How could you have expected? Like this is exactly what I expected to happen. Like you know, Suwama to just bulldoze him. At best, maybe you could get like some flash pin attempt on him. You know.
1: Well, he Su- got the ba- uh, backslide.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they, they did all that I expected. And why even drag it out more? And, you know, Abe, he's a guy that I really wish All Japan would do a lot more with in general. Uh, this is clearly just to, you know, appease Suwama and to have this little comedy type of moment here to have yeah. him destroy a guy. But um, Abe, I think, one of the best wrestlers in the whole world to me, sure. if you look, look at his run. And they don't really do a lot with him. Even him and, and you know, as the astronauts, they don't really pair them together now, anything in major.
1: In defense of, of All Japan, slightly. Here is that I think Abe really enjoys being the journeyman. Yeah. You know, I cannot totally blame all Japan if he cannot commit to, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. And I agree with that. I agree with that. But I do think like. But I think they
1: should book him for more shows even just to put him on the undercard if they can.
0: Exactly. There's no. He's kind of like Sato, where he could succeed in most situations. You put him in, even if it's a you know a young guy match. Put him in there with Rio in a way in, a, in an opener, if you, if you want, like let him have a great match. He would gain something from that. In a way, he's already rising on my list of like <laughs> my favorite wrestlers. Anyway, but putting him there with guys like that will only help. And I do think there's value in saying, "Hey, let's give uh, the astronauts a tag title shot." And, like, you could have Abe lose, obviously. I'm not saying you yeah. have to put give him big wins. But I'm just saying use them and let other guys wrestle, especially your young talent, and really make them look better. Give them a little bit more confidence. Maybe you learn something. And you give the fans a, a really good match, too, because he's just a, a wonderful talent. Charismatic. Uh, again, he's another guy. But the thing is, he doesn't have size. So he's always going to be stuck. And That's why I wasn't mad about this match as much yeah, as other yeah. people, because I, I figured this is exactly what was going to happen
1: yeah i uh, probably not even as bad as like Suwama just like beating him up for two minutes and putting the sleeper on him <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah that's true or like remember, I, I, I remember there was some match where ishikawa beat somebody with the the fez press the, oh, he's used <laughs> that a
1: bunch of times
0: <laughs> yeah 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 but I, he, it was a particularly bad version that he used and it was just like oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, co- yeah. oh come on <laughs> like you can't do better than this uh but yeah like at least it was memorable and, like i said it's not like it's not like Abe loses anything by this. It's like he's in the same spot he was before and after and he'll be in the same spot in Big Japan and all the other places wrestles regardless of this.
1: Yeah, I mean he doesn't well, I mean he's got his tag title run in Big Japan, but he doesn't and but he only wins generally wins titles other than the Big Japan tag title in like Bizarre or smaller level promotions.
0: Yeah, and and that's it's kind of his lot in life. It's sad because he's very talented, but mm-hmm. I think if you're realistic, you could look at his size and realize there's going to be a ceiling put on him. Uh, like if you're especially in a bigger company like this.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then next up, Kento Miyahara defeated Atsuki Aoyagi in 12 minutes and 21 seconds with the shutdown German suplex hold. I mean, what else what did you expect? This was pretty good. Yeah.
0: I I mentioned this on the Easter Lariat. But for some reason, I feel like Kento brings more of Atsuki's brother out of Atsuki than any other opponent. Uh, when Whenever they're together, Atsuki gets like a charisma bump, I feel like. Uh, I don't know what brings it out of him. But when he's wrestling Yuma or Kento, that brings out a little bit of the edge that his brother has, because if you look at him as like junior ace guy, I feel like that. Hayato kind of outshines him. Well, I debated
1: big... whether or not yeah. they should just make Hayato the junior ace.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I, that was something I was on board with last year once he got the new character. I really enjoyed that. I know a lot of people are iffy on it, but now I think a lot of people are really coming around to that side that, hey, maybe Hayato is a little bit better. maybe.
1: Yeah, I think Atsuki will be the junior ace because he's like their guy from their dojo and yeah, also yeah. Yuma's younger brother.
0: Yeah, the champion's brother, <laughs> you know, for sure. But I I don't know who they'll push, but in terms of a talent, I would say Hayato has it's a better overall player than Atsuki. But whenever Atsuki wrestles Kento or Yuma, he wrestles different than he does against anybody else. And he has a little bit more swag to him. And I always I always appreciate that. I don't know why it happens that way or maybe he's just extra motivated, but he always brings his A game. And, he's a, and I'm not trying to bag him at, at all. I think he's a really strong wrestler and a great junior junior ace if they want to make him that a champion. Obviously, they kind of cut that off for – Reasons unknown right now. We I mean, you know we thought we they would go a certain way, and they've decided against it.
1: Yeah, but, uh, regardless. I don't know what's going on with that. It, we're back to like the Tajiri booking of the juniors unfortunately
0: <laughs> shadow booker of a Kyushu Pro now. Now also uh, helping out with all Japan, but no. Uh, Atsuki was great in this match, Joe. I was so impressed by him and Kento, and like you said. We expect it at this point. There's, It's not like we can add a lot to it. It's just we expect it to be this way. And he always delivers what you want him to deliver and what yeah. the fans want to deliver.
1: Yep, for sure. And then in the main event, Ryuki Honda defeated Yuma Aoyaki in 14 minutes and 38 seconds with the final vent. I mean, I think a lot of people saw this coming when they had the brackets, but I was 100% positive after the results of the tag title match and uh you know obviously this was pretty great i mean i think uh, to me these two have the best chemistry out of all of honda's opponents maybe it's just like the two young guys wanting to prove something or something but no i, I totally honda versus yuma to even the Miyahara.
0: no i totally agree with you i love what they bring to the table against each other um Honda as well against Kento has a great uh, re- re- you know rapport as well. Oh but yeah, these, and so does everybody, right? <laughs> they, they I, I
1: think Honda and Human just have the like I want to. Well, they are not going to main event a big show, so or no, they're not. No, we'll, no we'll, they,
0: they won't. We'll, but we we'll, we'll we'll we that, were talking right? about. It. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe one day they will, just not soon. Uh, yeah. But they they will have matches against each other in the in the near and far future, and you see a match like this it really makes you excited for the future of all Japan. And you just, you just want them to have guys like this, these two and Anza, I mean, wow. Like you, you talk about the three Musketeers in new Japan. I would take these three over the three that they have. I uh, like all around. I think these guys are like the top trio. And obviously Noah has none, <laughs> like no Musketeers at the moment. <laughs> uh, but these three, I think are just, and this the thing uh, Everyone looks at Aoyagi as this veteran type of flair, but he's still not old. He's like, you know, yeah, 28. You know, he's still got many years to go. Um, Him leading this new generation, Anzai, so young, Honda, so young. Man, I just, you really see a match like this and it makes you excited for the next five years, the next 10 years of All Japan. They have so much left uh, in all of them.
1: Yep. And then uh, we go to. The next show, uh, before
0: um, we do that, we have yeah. to talk about one thing very important Chi Chi.
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> Unami Chi- Sayaka and Saki defeated Zones and Chi Chi. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was fun.
0: It was, and the thing is, I don't think anyone, again, will call Saki all caps and Sayaka the the ring generals of our time, but I thought they worked together really well here, and I just want to I, shout out chi mean it's,
1: it's a pretty simple formula. Uh Yeah, yeah. Is this a hot take? But I think Chi-Chi, I think Sunny and Zones are ahead of Chi-Chi. Okay,
0: okay. You, you, you're picking Sunny over Chi-Chi as well, I see. So,
1: I think Chi Chi has a great right ring presence and charisma, and I think they're sort of positioning her as the ace, you know, like the beauty ace. And then you got the high speed in Chi Chi, or sorry, in Sunny, and then you have like the powerhouse in zones. But other like, and Chi Chi, like when she does moves, she does them actually fairly well, like the drop kick from the top rope. And I think she does a pretty decent fisherman suplex.
0: I, I am a fool i was the original chi chi respector
1: I, well, when I everyone was... she just throws a lot of high kicks all the time <laughs> that's all i, <laughs> I wanted my wrestling mind, don't look that good uh, <laughs> listen I mean, they hey they're not even i don't even think they have a dozen matches yet in <laughs> that's but, another thing we're talking about like super rookies at the moment i don't know 10 matches max that could be wrong there's only been what three or four evolution shows and they've done yeah Shot. so we're talking a dozen tops probably less uh oh, yeah I, I count. although they don't have cage match profiles yet so that's why
0: I... oh, we're still <laughs> pa- we, we got to patiently wait for them to get the cage match profiles but uh everyone always likes zones because of the name zones all caps as well, well as i mean I
1: zones zones has uh, like a nice story overcoming adversity type thing too i i like all
0: of them honestly oh, i like yeah. it but it, it was it was a fun match uh, i just wanted to shout out the evolution girls i think for people so young in their careers you made a great point i think they all have great futures and uh well, you I, have I to like,
1: give, this is yeah. why we have to give credit to Suwama. Yeah.
0: and i i will listen i like Suwama, just not as Title contender <laughs> Suwama. Now I always make this point. Everyone always says, "Oh, Dylan, you hate Suwama. It's I like Suwama as a wrestler. I I like his ideas for the Evolution Girls. I just don't want him as champion. <laughs> like that's that's all I want. That's all I ask of you. I don't want you squashing people in twenty five seconds. That is that so much to ask.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and all I'll say is that it goes to show how what you can make a woman like. What you can make out of limited resources into a women's division if you actually support women's wrestling?
0: Even bigger companies, I know, have struggled with that lately.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So this is something that I was thinking of writing an article about it. Voice of wrestling, and my 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 hot take was going to be: all Japan has built the best women's division out of any of the traditional men's companies in Japan.
2: Because oh, that's te- te-
1: technically. The New Japan stuff has peaked higher, obviously. Like, you know. Yeah. But, but there's no soul to it. And clearly you can tell there's lots of people in the company that don't want to even have them there. Yeah, This stuff is fine, but it's just random booking. Right. But our yeah. Japan has built stories, right? You've got Ozaki and like Seki gun from Oz Academy versus the Evolution Girls. You've got Unagi versus Suwama <laughs> <and> Evolution <laughs> Girls. You know what I mean? Like you have multiple stories and everything all set up.
0: Yeah, it, it, like New Japan is tough because if they that's that's what the problem is with them what you just said is that they don't want it you know at the end of the day if they wanted it they could pick over all kinds of people from stardom and just have the best women's division of any company anywhere but they choose not to and if you really look at their actual output you've really got one match in japan to really hang your hat on the the triple threat that they had at at sakura genesis because I mean, the right. dome match was great for what it was, but what it was was like literally a five-minute match.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, I
0: think. yeah, it was like a five-minute match, and uh, most of it was uh, like built towards a debut that they had on the show. So it's like you're really looking at one real match that they've had. Um, if they wanted to, that will change, but right now, and then you took a look at Noah and All Japan, and like you said, Noah, it's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. It's just not. It feels like somebody was like, it's not that they don't want it. It's just that, hey, we've got an idea. We're going to put women on the show now.
1: But they're not yeah. investing into And, and into
0: that's it. as far as it went. You know, <laughs> that's as far as the thought process went.
1: And say what you want about those. Well, first of all, the first intergender six-person tag match they had, I loved. That was Ishikawa and Team 200 Kilograms versus Suwama. And- that was oh, on the Christmas Team show. <laughs> oh, yeah. those I love that match. Uh, the sub, some of the subsequent ones, eh. but I mean Unagi is over on these shows. I yeah. see pictures of her the huge line, huge merch lines at these all Japan shows. Like they have picked their spots very well, all things considered.
0: Yeah, and they're clearly putting something into it. They they put a lot into Kyrie. Like they gave her a great promotion for this. Uh, you know this show. And also, up.
1: I, I have to go back to Suwama. Again, did you see him get slapped by Maya Yukihi at that Oz Academy show? <laughs> yes. Like, like respect. He sells for these women too.
0: I mean, he's clearly having the time of his life oh, in these is. matches. Yeah. <laughs> and I I mentioned this on the <laughs> when they did, I think that same match you're talking about, the Christmas show, it's like, no one loves this more than Suwaba. No matter how much no. of a fan you may be, he is the one that loves this most. So
1: like the pop that they got, and they weren't allowed to cheer on, on that show when uh, Hashimoto gave him the German.
0: Yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that that was good stuff. Didn't you put that on your top ten of the year or something I, like that?
1: I put it at number ten. Yeah. See, I, 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 I remember like it was like a vanity pick. Listen, I loved it so much.
0: And there's, and I'm not shaming you for this. I just wanted to show you that I I took care in your picks and I remembered them even from uh, eight months ago.
1: Now. <laughs> Well, I was like, I like, this is like the most fun I had watching in a wrestling match. Uh, it was fun. Like it yeah. was
0: a, a great match. Like, and then, like I said, they're doing some nice things again. We're really, you know, we're, like, we're trying to find very small victories here. It's like, oh, it's better than this one show that has one match in a year. It's like other shows and the other one that doesn't do anything really. But, yeah. you know, if, if they can it's still fresh territory for a lot of these people too. I mean, you know, for the entire existence of Japanese pro wrestling, the women and the men's companies were always separated and they're trying to mostly
1: at, I mean, you had FMW.
0: Yeah. That, that, you know, the big three, at least, I mean, and even then, like uh, on the old Noah shows, they used to have on the SEM shows, the uh, shim shows they would have, like Kana was on a lot of those and they'd have women's matches. Um, uh, New Japan brought in the all Japan girls for like the dome show one year, uh, 2002. Uh, they had there, uh, so like it's not like it's never the the, been the, done, ga- but- the
1: Gaia women at in North Korea. <laughs>
0: Oh, of course. I could, like, we cannot forget the, the Peace Festival uh, ladies out there. Um, but it's not like it's never been done, but for doing something regularly, even all Japan, like in the last decade, they've had women's yeah. matches on the shows before. Well, I,
1: they had to because they didn't have anything uh, else to put that, on. That may be true, but, but uh, it still happens.
0: So it's not like mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's not like it's impossible that it's never happened before, but it's a new territory to do something regularly as much as they're doing, especially... Well, I-
1: yeah, and well, what's really even new territory is the like the inner gender and injecting like Suwama into all these storylines.
0: Yeah, it's Suwama. That's Suwama push. They tried to do that. Um, remember when they, I think it was a time the Violent Giants were champions, they proposed some kind of match where it was like them versus, I think it was Hashimoto and you, but then Akiyama was like, no, we're not doing that or, or something like that. Uh, somebody vetoed that, and now they're really getting more more into that lane i mean I, I don't know if it's good or bad in the long term but right now it seems like they've done as good of a job as you you could hope for it
1: absolutely uh you know i'm just i'm like really into it too and uh not that, like i not that i was skeptical but the thing was my skepticism comes from like the amount of time that suoma talked about doing a women's company yeah and then the amount of time that nothing happened. And at during that time he showed up in Ice Ribbon and like met with uh Sukasa. But then like Ice Ribbon had his crisis, and then she took her pregnancy leave. And I was like, okay, this is not happening. And then it did.
0: Yeah, they've like they've started a pretty decent like way to go about it. But let me ask you this, Gerard. Realistically, how far do you think this can go? You know, like with this women's division and pad... Like, do you think they'd really make a title and a division out of it?
1: If I were to make a title, I would make an evolution title. Yeah. have a defense on work. all Japan shows occasionally. Yeah. I, I think that could totally work. I mean, I, I, mean think... I think, I mean, like the the, what they are is like, okay. So they're now inserted into the Sendai girls. Marvelous. Yeah. Level where they just like share talent and Oz Academy. Yeah. Nice. Did I see what, one of the Zones is working Ice Ribbon show, or am I dreaming that? No, I think you're right. Um, So they're in that sort of nexus of Joshi level. And so it's all back and forth with them anyway, right?
0: Yeah, and, and like, for example, Noah, they did talk about uh, bringing in like a GHC women's title. Uh, it hasn't materialized yet. I would but... just
1: do, just, I would keep it separate. I Well, I guess you could make a PWF women's title.
0: Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I mean... Uh... Evolution, for all intents and purposes, is really just a sub brand of all Japan. You know, it's like Suwama's big project. I mean, there's only so a company can only be so big with three people (laughs) at at, at the end of the day.
1: My concern is eventually these women got to start winning. Who's going to put them over? And like, what are the politics of that? They're they're, (laughs) so (laughs) small compared, they're small even compared to like a marvelous.
0: We will be talking about the consequences of not doing that when we talk about Glade later. <laughs> They're women's sufficient. <laughs> <division>, so <laughs> they, they they have warning signs if they want to avoid those. We have well, a, a direct <laughs> category. Fun, to
1: well, to. funny enough, because yeah, Michiko is working in all Japan show uh, coming up. Um, okay, so we move on to the second night, and we've got second round. Oh, second round. Sorry. Let me just see here. Uh, I, I'm just going to bring up June Saito and Ray Saito versus Yoshitatsu and Renai Abe because once again, Yoshitatsu ha- got pinned. And he goes, he's been getting pinned a lot lately. I don't know if you've noticed this, Dylan. Yeah. Do you think he's on his way out after him and Onita dropped those All Asia tag titles? Or am I just hyping myself up?
0: Will they ever drop those titles, though?
1: Also, a legitimate question: <laughs> well,
0: Will they ever be beaten, or will they just or, for, or suffer
1: anything? another injury?
0: Even then, he won't give up the title. So that's not that's we've we've proven that that will not cause them to relinquish the titles, no matter how many True. injuries he suffers. Yeah. Uh, so I think Yoshitatsu. I again, realistically, where would he go if he if he left off They did bring him in. Well, so I mean. That could be his place. That might be where he belongs. I think is a. DDT. I think
1: it uh, He'd fit in there. As bizarre as that sounds. Yeah, I think better than better than the young, like the all Japan new generation.
0: Well, hey, they're working together more. That could be the end game of all of this. Yep. Yep. Trade Yoshitatsu and Onita for Akiyama and Okada.
1: I mean, Okada ain't doing anything.
0: <laughs> he won't do anything when he comes here either, but still, it would be uh, nice to have him around.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so we start off round two. Suwama defeated Hayato Tamar in nine minutes. I actually was a little disappointed in this. The last couple of minutes are fine when they just started layering at each other, but I think I might have hyped myself a bit too much up for this match.
0: Yeah, I think this match was like about as good as him versus uh, Saito. It's just when you see Suwama and June Saito, you expect one to be a lot better than the other. and this yeah, really yeah,
1: wasn't. yeah, 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 yeah yeah exactly um kojima defeated takuya nomura in nine minutes and 17 seconds with a lariat i love this and i love nomura like showing some attitude yeah
0: mocking kojima here again i think i think he also got the spirit of uh, yuma implanted in him um, but this time by kojima instead of kento so i really enjoyed this actually i thought uh, nomura it's something he doesn't show a lot because again when you See him teaming with Abe. Abe is the one that's really the more charismatic guy. And he's kind of a stoic, pure wrestler guy who we love. I'm not hating on him at all. He's perfect how he is. But then you see something like this. You get to see something a little different. And why not? You're facing a guy from the top company. It's not like Big Japan is going to, you know, if you're a Big Japan wrestler, your options of wrestling a New Japan guy are very low. Uh, So you might as well take a picture.
1: And you're doing a job to him in another company that's not even your own
0: exactly so why why not do you know make the most out of it have a little fun with it and i think yeah. it made the match better
1: yeah for sure and the next up suji ishikawa defeated dan tamer in 14 minutes and 21 seconds with the splash mountain i love this, this uh not a fun match i, I suji gave dan a lot the crowd loved it The the crowd really wanted dan to win and like it took the splash mountain to beat him instead of just like a running knee or a um fire sky scissors press yeah or the <laughs> yeah or the fez press which often you know Ishikawa will use to pin juniors so uh it was a lot of fun and really i think this is one of dan's best singles matches
0: oh i totally agree about
1: it? like this and that match against atsuki at Oda ward
0: yeah that's right that was a yeah that was a nice match uh of itself he's a guy that i i like him it's just there's you see other guys and they impress you more than, than yeah. he does that have come around. And that's kind of a tough spot to be in, but he's always been good. Like ever, ever since the beginning. And
1: well, maybe they should advocate for him to win the Lydette UWF title in great
0: a real shooter.
1: <laughs> uh, Tom, right. Well, he did better than him. he was the only one that didn't get yeah. out of himself on that great MMA show. Cause he oh. went to a time limit. He lost by decision after the time limit against Shrek.
0: And that was a great thing they put—they put two wrestlers against each other instead of like a real MMA fighter, and that made yeah. it look a lot better. But yeah, I mean, I—God, that show was one of the worst shows that I can remember. <laughs> that MMA show, but yeah, you're right. He was one of the the only ones that showed any ability that that was there. Uh, but a good match here with Ishikawa, and Ishikawa, I always say, I don't lump him in with a lot of these other guys. I think he's always done a good job of really aging gracefully, going back down the card when he needs, and yeah. helping young talent over. I think he's a lot better at that than Suwama has been, I, I would argue.
1: Um, I think Ishikawa's had a sneaky good year. The match against Nagata, the violent Giants versus strong BJ tag, you know, because a lot of, well, I mean, he's obviously not what he once was, but I thought a lot of people were a little too harsh on. You know?
0: Yeah. He's like the company of of itself, where he'll go through a good three, four, five, six month period where it's like, hey, he's actually still got something in that tank. And then there'll be the next five or six months will be like, ah, he's not really, you know, you forget he's on the card practically when he's in in some of these undercard matches, but when he's asked to be, when he's been asked to step up and do things, I think he's pretty much been as successful as you can hope for at his age and talent level, except for on that Glade show.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And I then... that show so much. <laughs> 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 and then in the main event, Ryuki Han defeated Kento Miyahara in 16 minutes and 57 seconds of the final event. This was another strong match. Great performance by both guys. Kento, you know, obviously. Wanting, willing to put this guy over, making him look good. Honda showing the fire. Shinkiba, the best hardcore fans that all Japan has were one like all behind Honda. Um, definitely one of the best matches of the tournament. Um, yeah. I like the match with Yuma better. Actually, the crowd was you know, into I this. Think, I think, yeah, it was a little better. But I mean, it wasn't a big gap.
0: You know, it's like one. It's one of these matches. You know, Kento, we all love him and. He's awesome, and he's great. But then there are some times where I feel like he kind of falls too much into his kind of, you know, Kento style, I guess, I guess in this match, his formulaic style. And I thought that was kind of one of these matches. until they. But the the intentions in this match were really good, because there were parts where he was throwing, you know, he was going all out on Honda, but Honda would, like, pop up a no cell, like the big knee strike, the blackout knee that he had, uh, which was... I thought, really cool. I thought, okay, it's clear they're trying to put this guy over and make him, not just give him the win, but really show that, hey, he's reached a new level than we've seen him thus far. And I thought they accomplished everything they, they needed to. I personally just enjoyed the other
1: match a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of, uh do you, like, I guess looking about the way this tournament turned out, do you think that, you could have fed other guys to Honda and saved big wins over Kento and Yuma for another time or was this the best way to build them up?
0: I think considering that he, you know, how it turned out, this was probably what I would have done as well actually. Like you you
1: I mean I think it put the results of the finals way more in doubt. Yeah, as exactly in Yuma and Kento
0: and Suwama as well. Oh, Suwama. yeah yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, see so he you beat the three biggest guys you could beat in all Japan. You just fell short to Kojima, and on paper, you could say, oh, well, that makes them look bad because they lose to a New Japan guy. In
1: the well, end. he beat Han, uh, He beat Kojima in the Champion Carnival.
0: Yeah, and, and that's another thing, but I think where I'm going with this is I think it will help make Yuma's win that much bigger, yeah. uh, so, so to speak.
1: Even though Yuma's already beaten Kojima in the champion carnival as well. well, uh, well okay, <laughs> it's obviously. K- it's Kanto that needs to get his win back out of all of the big uh, uh, All Japan names. Obviously, it's if funny. the title
0: changes hands, then that will change all of our opinions.
2: I, th- oh, <laughs> I think on this. I don't.
1: Yeah. I know that All Japan, like, okay. So I've always said many times that All Japan is one, even when they're good, is one booking choice away from a disaster.
0: And that's kind of what I was saying earlier, where it's like you could have six well, months of good stuff, and then yeah, suddenly yeah. Every, everything goes off now, the rails. I would
1: say that right now, all Japan is two disastrous booking choices away. From yeah. Disaster. They slightly moved up. I think. I think okay. are a little more stable. I think than they were even in like during some of the better times over the last couple of years. I would argue. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's probably because a certain individual is no longer with the company. But yeah. <laughs> no, I mean to not Jake. No, I
2: mean, you, you
0: could say both if you wanted.
1: No, I I mean, Jake had probably expended himself and did everything he could and needed to change the scenery. But I think Tajiri was like actively harming the company. Yeah,
0: no, I, I I always defended Jake's work, actually. I never hated him as much as uh, the fine folks at the Emerald Flow Show. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean,
1: I think it was more like uh, we were disappointed with what his potential was.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the totally flip stuff, obviously, and, and or working back to back 30 minute draws. But listen on, folks. So you will hear more about those. Yeah. Gonna, gonna on. But otherwise, I like Jake, and Tajiri was not. Uh, yeah, like you said, him being gone helps everything. So,
1: yeah. So we will take a quick detour into great because this was the next yes. thing that happened. Um, I mostly enjoyed this show,
0: actually. Um, This was way better than the the Sumo Hall show. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, Check Shimitani defeating Rio Rio Inouye. Great little match.
0: I love Inouye, man. Like, this is my dude. I I really believe Mm -hmm. that we're going to look at this guy in three to five years, maybe even sooner. If it's like the only thing he needs is opportunity. Realistically, if they decided they wanted to move him up and give him big matches over and over, he would probably already be looked at this way but I really think we're going to look at him as like one of the best in-ring guys. Maybe not stars, maybe not a main eventer, maybe not even a Triple Crown player, but he in the ring has to be, he's going to be listed up there as among the best, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: And then Takanori Ito and Ryuki Honda defeated Yusuke Kodama and Hokuto Omori. So it was like Yan's family sort of fighting each other uh, with the final final event from Honda on Kodama. I thought it was fun. It was good. Um, and then the great chaos battle look I love Gabai G Chan <laughs> uh, and when great Nita and Masao Inoue were in the ring it was perfectly acceptable comedy wrestling
0: how did Onitsuka end up in this
1: <laughs> I don't know but I think him and June Tancho in this was a sort of a waste yeah him too like that's even another Cosma. one hell even Cosmo
0: Yeah, like, Tancho was in that dream match at the Sumo Hall show earlier in the month with Shima uh, there. And then it's like, you go from that to this, and it's like, oh, boy.
1: And then Asomo Watanabe, Galeno del Mal and Yuma Aoyagi defeated Shuji Ishikawa, Ryuchi Kawakami and Yuya Sasumu, your favorite. Oh, <laughs> <No. a> <laughs> Watanabe on Sasumu. I mean it was good. It was fun to watch Ishikawa and Galeno. And uh, you know. That was fun, but what I can't understand you
0: have the Triple Crown champion on your show. I
1: know he was sort of an afterthought in this match even
0: yeah that's what I'm saying he was like I I don't want to say a nobody but it was like you could have put anybody in his role and it would have been perfectly the same pretty yeah. much and it's like man like show some respect for your yeah. own sake not acknowledgement's sake but you have a star on your show <laughs> like don't treat him like a nobody treat him like he's a star
1: mm-hmm. and then Lynette UWF rules Minoru Tanaka and Dan Tamara defeat Yuizuka and Hikar Sato. When uh, and I was surprised at this finish, Tamara used a ninja choke on Izuka. I know Izuka does a lot of falls, but I didn't think it would be Tamara getting the win anyway. uh, That's why I think Tamara should be the Ledette UWF champion. (laughs) I like this a lot too.
0: Oh, you know, I love this match, like, this is this is right up my alley. Sato and Izuka are a great team, they are, they really are. Like they're a perfect fit for each other. I really wish, like, if they could get Izuka and all Japan more. Like, th- I think they're actually a better team stylistically than Sato and Dan are. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, Dan's good on his own, but he's more like a power guy. Yeah. Uh, and, although here he got the like you said he proved his shooter. <laughs> he's correct. a grappler. Yeah, he's a, a, a realistic rapper, you know, up there with Takeda and Maeda, and uh, <laughs> and so so many others: uh, Volkan, Tamara, uh, Tamura, uh, you know, everybody, uh, TK uh, Kosaka, all, all of them. Not Tony Khan, but uh, Yoshi Kosaka, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, all of them. But I I really loved Izuki Sato in this match, and. I think it's a great use of Tanaka because he's ha- he had some matches where they were more normal style and they weren't that great. You know, that you would expect from somebody like him, who's to me, one of the best junior heavyweights ever. He really wasn't delivering at that level, but in this UWF style, I think he's got a great thing going like you. I was surprised to see Dan getting the win, but I think it's good for him. Oh, for sure. uh, you know, it's good for him to get wins anywhere you can get them. And uh, I thought it was interesting because we had just come off the tease of, uh, Minoru and Hiromu uh, on the Glade show—they have a, such a natural storyline with you know Tanaka being the title record holder for the IWGP Junior Title as Heat, of, of course. Uh, a wonderful era of the New Japan <laughs> juniors that he was a part of. But uh, no, I, in all seriousness, though, I thought it was a, like a really strong match, and I really enjoyed it uh, overall. I wish, I wish we could see Izuka like him sato rio in a way it's like they're forming my dream division of wrestlers (laughs) if they they could do that Uh, any one of them would be better champions than who we have as champion right now we're about to talk about his match
1: and next up for the pwf world junior heavyweight championship al lindemann defeated rising hayato in 11 minutes and 10 seconds with a german suplex hold and i could tell you that this is going to be the result because they already announced a (laughs) (laughs) Hiromu <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Takahashi match for September 3rd <laughs> before this match even happened. Uh, which I guess you could have done champion versus champion in time limit draw or something, but who knows. Anyway, I mean, I'm not in love with this Lindemann reign, but I thought this was a good match. What was your issue with it? I have. Is that what you're, you're going to say something about this match? I'm
0: just... The thing with Lindemann... He had the match with Aoyagi, which I thought was really disappointing.
1: Yes, that was definitely disappointing.
0: Then he had the match on Gambari Pro, which was at, at um, Seki Gahara, too. And I thought that was like another really disappointing performance uh, from him in there. And now, this, because you put these two guys on paper, and I'm thinking, man, these two are going to rock the house. Like, you know, like two charismatic, great wrestlers. A uh, good, you know, dice different style for um, for Hayato to face somebody so small like that. I think that would give him a, a great bump there. And then you watch this match and it's like, man, this is like any, there will be five, like 200 matches better than this this year, probably. And you see these names and you expect it to be something really special. And to me, it was like a fine 10 minute match or, or however long it was. And Hayato didn't really even get to show like any of his like great tricks that he had. It was just like a really a fine match. There was nothing wrong with it per se, but I'm just I'm Lindeman's kind of concerning me because the last two months I've really been let down over and over and over by I his think, matches.
1: I think Lindemann might be uninterested and probably like what the fuck is going on with this company.
0: Oh, I, well, I can't blame him for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I mean, hey, I was like I was the number one critic. Of his, how they handled his title right. I think they really did him a disservice as even late champion um, with how they used him in the, like the best of Super Juniors tournament, finishing, tied for seventh or whatever (laughs) there. Like never putting him in main events, never making him feel like the dude in the company that he should have been and he, he can be because he's such a great talent. But lately, the last couple of months, I definitely feel like he's really gone down a peg. And I don't know why that is. I tend to agree with you though, honestly, that like, He's not doing anything important so he's not really putting his heart into it and he might have already been disenchanted disenf- with everything going on in the company itself so um I do think that this could have been a lot better though in, in my opinion the only glimmer of hope I have is who his next opponent will be if they let me down then I'm done with Lindemann <laughs> like if, if you can't have a great match with sato then you're 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 over for, for me it's got it's time to get the hook
1: Yes, Hikaru Sato came out after the match to challenge Lyndon Min. and that match will happen, I think, not till like September twenty something at Korokin.
0: And let me ask you this, Gerard, what, what's the end game for this time? I think it's just
1: going to be Atsuki. We're just going to go back. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's it's the Koji Iwamoto special.
0: Yeah, we saw. For one thing, I will say it's nice to see him back around again. Absolutely, Uh, it's it's very good. But we saw how well that worked back then.
1: Yeah, uh, ran its course. Yeah, uh, he got stale.
0: And that's the thing. It's like he, he, his talent level was never the problem with him. It's how they used him. And Atsuki is—you don't want him to fall into that same trap. Nope. The good thing about him is he's a different style of wrestler, right? So
1: more charismatic. I mean, let's be honest,
0: he is, and, and just a more exciting wrestler in general. Yeah. Even though I like Iwamoto a lot, don't get me wrong, but he's just a very exciting guy. You could always see him pulling out a new move uh, or something like that that you could turn things around and kind of give him an automatic bump. Maybe change his gear at some point. Always do stuff with his brother as a tag team, and you know what they do with the defection. Uh, you could get a lot out of him that you didn't. You didn't have the same amount of options with Iwamoto as you have now because the company's in a better spot. Than it was when he was around, but that is really troubling to me. There's a lot about this that's troubling. The matches haven't been up to par to what I expected. It's not that they're bad, it's just that they aren't at right. the level you want. Then they don't even care enough about this title match to not even announce the match with Hiromu before it happened. It showed you that, like, oh, the title doesn't matter. This is the real big match. He's facing Hiromu, a real star.
2: Well, it
1: felt yeah. like the title mattered not even that long ago.
0: I know. Remember when Atsuki won over Doi? Yeah that felt like a great story and payoff well, when they game.
1: let Atsuki and Hayato main event corkin that
0: was another great, <laughs> yeah the way that
1: Kento was like going insane on commentary like made it like put it put it over like an yeah. in like a huge match
0: and that's why this is so weird and troubling to me that we're at this point now to where all of this stuff is happening when not that long ago like you you just mentioned two great moments there that were great for the division it felt like they were turning a corner you've got two young ace type of players, maybe not, you know, maybe you only need one as the ace, but they're both main event junior type of players anyway.
1: I mean, character has got to be 1B or it's, it's going to be a huge waste, I think, of his talents.
0: And you would have thought that he would have won it this time over yeah. Lindemann. Like that would have been the logical end to this. But right yeah. now I'm just, I have more questions and answers. Maybe yeah. it will all lead to something great at the end, but if that's how it ends on paper, I don't like that. I, I wish that they would do something else.
2: Yeah
1: uh, to,
0: to be honest yeah
1: I, but i mean like if i had to pick and choose something gun in my head i'd say atsuki's beating lindemann that's just
0: yeah given history and if not and him.
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah it's like Dang, it i don't know they they're doing a decent job of building him up a little bit i will give him that but i would agree that he's you would rather be atsuki on paper um overall just it's just how we've got here is so weird that uh, yeah Maybe it'll go down flip flop. It feels like no matter who wins though, it's going to be the same spot with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Like so some other outsider will just beat him three months later and we'll be doing the same cycle, which it seems like we've been doing this since Susumu was around.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, although that was a great reign, Oh, um, I love
0: that, right Yes, oh, amazing awesome. Bring yeah. Susumu back and <laughs> let him be the champion.
1: Yeah. And then next up for the G-Infinity title, Saito and Ray Saito defeated Katara Suzuki and Hartley Jackson in 13 minutes and 48 seconds with a diving body press from Ray on Jackson for their third successful defense of the titles, which was... I'm actually surprised they made this many successful defense of the titles. Hartley Jackson is cooked. It looks like he's in pain walking. Oh, Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, I'll get to this later, because they had this. They had a rematch yep. Uh, today. Yep. Um, this was just passable, I guess. It
0: could have been a lot worse.
1: Oh yeah, it could just, have been a lot worse.
0: Yeah, just look at some of their other matches. Uh, in, in, in late. Uh, I think this might have. I'm not gonna say it was good but it was better than you could have expected it um suzuki obviously a legendary guy but not at his peak either mm-hmm. and hartley i mean he was never like a five star match type of guy he was like oh he's got a great body
1: no but some t- like the thing is with the is if you just put him in there with another big guy like that's Scott where and they even, yeah they can like some like su- in, like surprise you but yeah. like, jackson is too cooked to do that
0: yeah you're you're right
1: about that and that's that is well, kind of their MO. just wait till, though no, i mean Okay, I'll jump ahead of myself. I thought okay. today's match was significantly better.
0: Maybe they were motivated.
1: Yeah, I thought the Suttles had put on some of their best individual performances on today's on today's uh, match. Do you think it that... wasn't their best match, but they looked more confident, more in control, less like lost, and I really do think they're improving. No. T- <laughs>
0: I've always liked them. It's just and also
1: they haven't been doing the the bullshit. Exactly.
0: And that's exactly what I'm saying. Like that. I actually always liked them. Like even when they were young, I liked them more than everybody. (laughs) Pretty much. Once they went to the voodoo murders and started doing all that bullcrap, that's when things really took a turn south. And I think even they in general just took a huge turn south. But lately, uh like it could have been a, again I, I feel the same way it's like it could have been a lot worse overall like what we we're seeing from them i thought they've both the carnival and the tournament here uh the odo tournament they both show good singular performances them as a tag team but what i was going to ask you is do did they already announce that they were going to have a rematch or did do you think they knew that they were going to do a second match like a couple of days later in all japan
1: oh they announced like after they announced like that day is yeah so
0: is- it, it makes sense that they probably took it easy the first yeah the first match and they're just like, oh, we're gonna do this match again anyway why they did it twice in one week oh, but it's, a, it's also
1: the same thing when you you know traditionally it's like when you work on oh my god I, what am i the word I'm looking for Indie when promotion. you work no when you, what was it called? like when you work a tour or you have the tour the old touring matches and oh, you're oh yeah. against the same guy every night, your matches generally get better. Right, this is the one thing I've heard about WWE house shows. I've never been to a yeah. WWE house show, but like if you go to a show after like the end of when people have been working together, like what was it? Um, I heard like FTR and Alpha Academy had all these great matches and stuff like, and they would go out in 20 minutes yeah. on the loop and everything like that. Right. Yeah. And so, like, you know, and so I think there's some of that, like more familiarity. Cause I don't know how much these guys had ever worked with each other and everything like that.
0: And yeah, they would never even had the opportunity really yeah. <laughs> to work with each other on an extended basis. Do you think that they cared more in all Japan than in Glate?
1: The Saito's might've.
0: Yeah. That's kind oh, of where I am going.
1: Speaking of Karen, I should add, this did 692 fans, which not great.
0: No, I mean, that's no what's here.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And then uh, in the main event, the great and all Japan super generational struggle. Kaz Hayashi, T Hawk, Suwoman, Kento Miyahara defeated Hayato Tamara, Tetsuya Izuchi, Yuma Anzai, and Atsuki Oyaki in 20 minutes and 49 seconds with a night ride from T Hawk. On Aoyagi, which I don't know. Come on, Kaz was right there to hit, get a pin from like yeah. I had a camera or something.
0: Yeah, you know? n-
1: no, it was this a fun is match,
0: but uh, it was yeah. all right. Again, I I didn't you you see these names and you think okay, yeah, this is gonna be a banger, and then it's like oh that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I guess you know they put over to their champion strong,
0: and it was ultimately this was only just a setup. What was going to happen after? Yeah,
1: so. and then um, T Hawk uh, or said he wanted to defend his title against someone in All Japan, and then Shuji came out,
0: the big dog himself. Uh, this is another chance, to kind of bringing on your other point. Uh, he, he gets another chance here if he can deliver a really good match against T Hawk. That's another you know tip of the cap to him this year, like always stepping up when he's called upon.
1: Yeah, uh, and then um, of course the big debut of SB Kanto and Takuma Fujiwara. After that.
0: I was really surprised how many people thought that they were like going to stay in Mexico, like long term and just be luchadors. Because I was like, how are they going to, how are they going to do that? Just be indie luchadors in Mexico? Like that's not going to last.
1: Well, I and mean, other guys have done it, Doki, Utani.
0: That is true. Although they did come back around eventually. Yeah, of definitely.
2: course.
0: But um, you know, and I just thought, man, these guys, they're. The thing is, those guys were like super indie dudes, and SBK and Fujiwara were like in Dragon Gate. Yeah. So like they had the opportunity. I just I figured I really suspected they were going to come back a lot sooner than people thought, and here we are, pretty much like them in late. I don't know if they really mean that much now. If you really think about it, I mean Fujiwara was like fresh guy in Dragon Gate. Yeah. yeah, it's not like he has any star power to him, and SBK did, but that was two years ago. His his like title reign, and he's been gone ever since, pretty much. And even then, it was like a good, like a solid Brave Gate run. It wasn't like he was the ace of the company or anything. I just don't know how much star power these two actually bring to Japan, other than pissing off <laughs> people at Dragon Gate.
1: Well, I mean, I, my thought of this is like, oh, these guys left under. Uh, uh um you know controversial circumstances from Dragon gate right. perhaps that, that means that someone will give two other wrestlers from another promotion who left under uh. these controversial <laughs> circumstances a chance as well
0: it's funny because i don't know if you like tried to find any answers about that but oh, that is I'm, like a- nothing. It's like a government secret. Like no, nobody will talk about anything related to that. Like (laughs) overall, like I don't know why, what they did or what happened. But it's like nobody wants to talk about it. Like it peep. Like they're like they're persona non grata.
1: Well, did you know that I don't know if you watched the English commentary? Oh yeah, because you only watched one match on today's Noah show. Yeah. uh, During the Nakajima match, uh, Stuart Fulton like said, "Oh and." Nakajima knocked out a former roster member with <laughs> that last year without even mentioning his name.
0: Literally Prasanna Nagrata. They're, they're like, we don't even want you to say their names. Have they yeah. been on social media?
1: Because I think they I don't like, think so.
0: Yeah, they bounced. I don't know what happened, but it it can't have been good. <laughs> I'm like, well, wait, you know? last minute from
1: all accounts.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I would really love to know, but I, I think this may be one of those things that we never see those two ever anywhere. Oh <laughs> again. Bad. I
1: mean not I thought I I think okada was like top guy material but i really like yeah well I, I liked okada yeah i like both of them but i talents. thought they had plans for yano
0: yeah and i mean they need people in the junior division yeah, of course. i mean well, we've seen how we've seen the plans they've had and for like
1: 21 22 yano anyway
0: yeah yeah absolutely like we've seen the plans they've had for juta as well as well since then and well you, you know, might have
1: pissed we, someone off too but yeah uh,
0: we we just we just don't know. You know yeah. at the end of the day we have no knowledge. We don't even have a hint. Cuz like with SBK <laughs> and Fujiwara everybody speculates pretty much yeah. and it's like very easy. But with those guys it's like you, they don't even want to say their names on commentary now. I mean, I know when they showed up. Um SBK and Fujiwara to this. It's like Yamato is like He posted something on social media. Was like, you know, screw those guys, or like, I'm just gonna drink myself out of this, or or something like that. Uh, Um, uh, He said something negative that everyone points to. Yamato
1: strikes me as a guy who drinks a lot, Uh,
0: and I'm not judging him for this.
1: No, no, (laughs) but but (laughs) I'm I'm sure a
0: lot of people were pissed when they showed up at Egg late. Though they were like, what the? Oh,
2: (laughs) yeah.
1: Shima wanted to turn the screw.
0: Oh, you totally Shima. Just what a. What a worker that Absolutely. that guy is. I mean, unbelievable. Level I want
1: to know the story about him doing that job to Yuma Enzai and how that came about. Yeah, that was so weird when that happened. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they were like,
0: what have they gotten from? All they this? probably
1: booked out the whole year working with all Japan, and that was something that was traded.
0: Yeah, but even like this was so like a
1: while or something doing the job to T-Hawk.
0: I guess, I guess that's true, and, and Tiok did get a respectable, a respectable push. Yeah, uh, drew, drew a great house with Ashino as well. Yeah, uh, for the Champion Carnival final. But then you look at it, it's like, also we're gonna have the Saito brothers be the tag champions for a million years. It seems like. Well, uh-huh. I mean,
1: that's a feather in All Japan's cap because I think that's given yeah. them good experience as tag champions before that's they we're saying All Japan. Yeah.
0: It seems like all Japan has gotten more than Glate has out
1: of all of this. Other than, oh, I for guess, sure, L- for sure, for sure. Although L- Glate's getting their wins now.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and, and, yeah now now if Tiok beats Ishikawa, then yeah, that that kind of yeah. evens things out. Yeah, it's it's all right. Like it's a good little re- relationship. It um is. Glate for all of their booking problems. I like the roster a lot. Oh, actually. absolutely.
1: You, like you
2: know,
1: I I oh, I forgot to mention on that main event, I love like Tatsuya Izuchi's and Kento's rivalry. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's even another though, guy.
1: Even though Izuchi's never going to get that win over Kendo, it's still entertaining. No,
0: no. And yeah, there, there are so many guys you can point to that would be like, man, I wish that they would do this guy better. And there's like five guys you can point to Izuchi, Izuka, Izuka. Uh, yeah, Izuka yeah, yeah, even Tansho, yeah Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another one.
1: Well, he was a guy that when Wrestle 1 went up, I was like, come on, All Japan, come on.
0: Soma, I thought his match with uh, T-Hawk was really strong. Oh, yeah. and Like he could have those matches all the time. It's just they put him on the bench for like the whole time for some reason. Uh, You can point to him. It's like, man, you've got to say again, we're already at four or five guys now. So it's like, man, they have a roster of great talent. The women's division could be something, but then they just do weird stuff. It's just a weird company, but I I don't hate it as much as some people do. Mm -hmm. I look at them as like, okay, I don't really have any investment in anything, but I could easily go to YouTube, put that on the TV, kick back and watch two hours of good wrestling. Uh, you know, like a good high speed wrestling for the most part, and may, and occasionally you'll get something really cool with the UWF scene, yeah, or you know, Fujito have a match or something yeah. like that. That's very good. So, but I, I don't have any emotional investment in anything they're doing because of how no, they are. You can't, it's yeah, exactly. But it's a fun company, turn your brain off for two hours and watch some good wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be kind of fun.
1: Um, and then we move on to back to All Japan. For the finals of the uh, Railroad Odo tournament in the Nagoya International Conference Hall, in front of 921 fans, which is what they usually do in Nagoya, which is good for all Japan standards, but they can't seem to break a thousand. Which I thought they might for this show.
0: Yeah, you would have wanted to you know, when you have the new Japan guy uh, in your semifinals. Maybe that's I thing because you know they always say.
1: So I consider that- this a slight disappointment but at the same time yeah. this is also like they're like do whenever they do nine hundred fans outside of Tokyo that's good for them. So yeah,
2: yeah, you know. I, I
0: totally get what you're saying. By by all Japan standards, you know. But on the other hand, this beat uh the show that Noah did in June, where it was Jake and Sugira, which was a, a wonderful match. I really oh, yeah, loved that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like a fantastic match. Better than the, the match on this show, but still, uh, this actually did a better number than that, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, you always look at these kind of venues, and it seems like... I mean, all I over.
1: think I'll just, If you take out the big... If you take out the Mudo-involved shows this year, yeah. the gap between the two companies is not very big.
0: Yeah, that's something we always look at because if you look at these kind of outside shows, it feels like all Japan's always got a slight one up on Noah, yeah. and Noah has a lot of advantages over oh, them. Yeah. So that's it's always interesting to see that.
1: This I don't know what kind of revenue Abema in general generates, but that's the, a good point. Cyberfights return on the dollar for Noah I don't think is great, especially if Naruto's is- gone.
0: Probably any of their companies <laughs> right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although oh, DDT yeah. is doing a little better since Brooks won the title, but it's a l- you know they've still got a long way to go.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the first step, um, Ren Abe and Aigo Blanc defeated Ryo Inoue and your boy Konaka Pale won. Yes. The 450 splash from Blanc on Konaka. Uh, I think Blanc is like here for another week or two, but I think he's gone before Yoyogi.
0: What a weird team, him and Ayabe together.
1: Yeah, the tall guys,
0: <laughs> and, and Konaka and Inoue too. That's another <laughs> dream dream team here.
1: But uh, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: not the best use of these guys, in my opinion. I think they would have been better off facing other people, actually. For sure. Yeah, uh,
1: I think I think go Blanc versus Rio Inouye would have been a nice little singles match. Especially anybody Blanc could use it.
0: Yeah, anybody versus Inaway is gonna be like, okay, like I have such I have such faith in Inouye right now Absolutely. as a wrestler.
1: And then uh, semi-final match where Honda defeated Suwama in seven minutes and twenty-eight seconds of the final event. I mean, I like this because they just got down to business right away.
0: Yeah, it, it's perfect. No, description no
1: like plotting Suwama beat down sequence.
0: Yeah, and it's good, like because we, we we have a final coming up. We can't waste time on these semi-final matches that are going to be
1: forgotten. Next up, Satoshi Kojima defeated Shuji Shikawa in ten forty-four with the lariat. I thought this was fun.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's like they put. It sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it's like you did the minimum to get through in a good way. You know, it's yeah. like this. There's nothing wrong with this, but it's not like anything anybody. I mean,
1: combined of. age of these two guys is like a hundred.
0: That's a that's, <laughs> <I> <laughs>
2: that's about
1: that about that. I mean, Kojima's what, 52 now and Ishikawa's 48, something like that. I mean, the two older guys. Yeah, and 52 Kojima's, and 47, 99. Yeah, Yeah. And plus, you know, Kojima's got to go yeah, um, and then Hayato Tamura and Kazuma Sakamoto defeated Hokuto Omori and Naoki Tanazaki in 9 minutes and 36 seconds I thought that was pretty good but then Omori got sloppy towards the end I'm so baffled that Tanazaki
0: is on an all Japan run right now because I just think back to the old days when I was watching when he was still in Dragon Gate and he was like one of the lowest ranked guys on the roster like Mr. QQ Dolphin like what was his nickname in, in Dragon Gate? And it's like, this is crazy. Like in 2023, we're seeing the renaissance of, of Naoki Tanizaki in all Japan, which still isn't like a
1: guy. He's a, he's a he's been a he's been a solid hand, I think.
0: Oh, and there's nothing wrong with it with him in all Japan at all. It's just like a it's just such a random person because he's really been out of the the spotlight for like. Seven years now, basically, from Dragon Gate.
2: Yeah. And
0: we're working your, you know, your dove pro, pro type pro, yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like now, suddenly in 2023, bring him in. <laughs> and it's like, but they're kind of good about that. I mean, Sugi was like the champion. And, uh, you know, for the, he, yeah. was, he's a, he was another of our revolving door of outsider junior champions, who yeah. was uh, Sugi-san. But it's like they bring in these guys who have disappeared for years and they're like, bring him in. Let's give him a run. And it's like you said, for his level, there's nothing wrong with what he's doing.
1: Nope. And he could be the fall guy in that nameless (laughs) faction.
0: Yeah, I wish they give that a, all I want is a name, Gerard. I have such low expectations and you still let me down with this.
1: And then for the TV six-man tag team title (laughs) and the (laughs) KRD six-man tag team titles in a double title match, are they still called Eruption? They, They are. Okay. Yukio Sakaguchi, Saki Akai, and Hideki Okatani defeated ATM, Takao Mori and Black Monster Rain 8:51. when Akai used the Rookie Award on ATM. I mean, I thought Eruption might win, but I did not expect Saki Akai to pin it. <laughs> yeah. The mark. Oh, there he the loved show. it. He's
0: just like Suwama. Like, this is his <laughs> fantasy come
1: to life. Yeah, right I now. was going to say something like that or maybe wanted to show some respect at, on her retirement tour.
0: Oh, yeah, all about respect. <laughs> great, great, great cover um, I mean... <laughs>
1: Well, it's fine. But
2: this what, is such why? a...
0: What... Let me ask you this. What has inspired this DDT in all Japan? Another thing that's kind of basically come out of random. Uh,
1: I don't know. I really don't, but I'm okay with it as long as like you don't bring the comedy guys over to all Japan. Why can't DDT work with their own sister company? <laughs> their I, own... Don't know. I don't know. So many questions I have. But
0: I'm with you, though. I mean... This is fine. Like I mean, it's the six man titles. It's not yeah. like uh, I you mean, know, this is better
1: than those like other six man title matches with like that black tire guy and
0: oh, those were oh my god, that was some of the rap. yeah, that was some of the worst. I'll just
1: say this though: if Saki Kai retires and retires, these <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. I mean, I mean,
0: like I said, this is so random, but it's a nice gesture on her way out, I guess, and it solidifies your. Your burgeoning company relationship that you have, I guess. Uh and it, like I said, it's the six man titles. Uh, am I really supposed to get that upset about this goofy yeah, stuff? Exactly. I mean, look uh,
2: at them
1: and look at the 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 people that challenge for these titles.
0: Yeah, the champions were just as goofy as as eruption. So it's not like well, any... I mean,
1: I get why you put the, these titles on your money mark and stuff like that. I I, I can respect. Yeah, that.
0: of course, of course, we have to respect the money marks and wrestling. They ke- they keep this ship afloat.
1: People, you want to put. <laughs> You want to put these titles on the sponge guy? I'm all for it.
0: Well, look at how long we've seen other companies run like this and things that crazy things that have happened. Um, but yeah, do you think there's any what's the upside to you as a fan with this DDT knowledge?
1: Right? Do you have any hopes for anything? Aside Huguchi in the champion carnival.
0: That that's the dream, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's
0: what we want. And hey. They won't mind him losing the Apparently, champion Yeah, Carnival. they don't.
1: They totally yeah. got the ball. I mean, yeah. I should have saw it coming, but... I,
0: yeah, I right. mean,
1: the first couple months of his title run, I was like, oh, they finally have done it. And then, no.
0: Yeah, but that's the dream. You have to think that... <laughs> I just think it's interesting that for their big 50th anniversary show, Jun Akiyama isn't on it. But mm-hmm. a year later, they're... They're doing stuff like we couldn't have done this then. Well,
1: a certain someone is gone. True. I don't know what the relationship was like, but it yeah. just seems interesting that certain people are now coming back out of the woodwork that may have that were you know previously gone. Yeah,
0: you're you're right on that. I, yeah, that's a, that's a good point on your part. But that's kind of what I want to see. I like to see. I think that Yuma versus Akiyama would mean something like that's kind of like last. i agree
1: well look i think you could pop one more house with akiyama exactly in in all japan on in the triple crown in a triple crown match
0: yeah i don't have dreams of like a long-term storyline but for one match and it would be a nice scout for yuma to have to kind of it kind of also fits him into the legacy of all japan in general like hey i beat a guy who was here in the
1: 90s i mean yeah kento beat akiyama in his first title reign
0: and it meant a lot when he did it. Yeah. Like that, totally helped establish him in Hakata <laughs>
1: Star Lanes, R.I.P.
0: Oh yeah, a, a wonderful bowling alley that it was, a, a venue in and of itself. But yeah, that was in July. That was, it sucked because that match. I remember that match was so damn good. That was in my top ten that year. But it was like right as the G1 was starting, was that that match happened? And uh, but they did a lot. He beat uh, Omori too. Uh, Kento did. Uh, that was his first defense. Then they bridged to Akihaba. I give Yuma that win. I think that would help him a lot. That's kind of what I'm looking for. But yeah, from a wrestling standpoint, Higuchi is the guy that you want. If you're not familiar with DDT, somebody like him would bring a ton. And he'd fit right in. Two great size. I don't know.
1: Is, he, is he a mix between Tenru and Yvonne Eric? Hey, listen, the claw, baby.
0: Like I said, wow. ten, Tenru plus claw. That is yeah. his deal. Uh, great. One of the best running shoulder tackles in, oh, yeah. in, in anywhere in wrestling. Too, um, you could see maybe Ueno doing something in the junior division. He might be the next revolving door guy that you can point point the junior title to after Aoy- after Atsuki wins it. Yeah, Ueno can win it from him and do this whole merry you know go round. You know what
1: it's you know what it's going to be because this is all Japan. It's going to be more Yuki onea <sighs> That's not who I <laughs> said. You know how this company runs, right? <laughs> And it, yes, don't take you're not anyone wrong. over six three and and stick them in on a card.
0: Oh yeah, DDT would. <laughs> do, do you have any? Would they? Are they really going to do more with Suwama at DDT?
1: I feel like Suwama's in the, the part of his career where he wants to do comedy.
0: I do too. I I, I think this was probably partly his so idea. I, I
1: I don't think that it's out of the question that he comes and does goofy stuff in DDT.
0: And, and Sato's a DDT guy uh, yep. b- from before as well. So that whole... Evolution stuff. Oh yeah, just look at any of his indie run uh, pretty yeah. much uh, there. But yeah, so it's okay. I just thought it was really random that it's happening now, more, more or less.
1: Yeah. And then the G Infinity title, we talked about this. This one, eleven oh one, which is a couple of minutes shorter. I thought it was a better match. I thought the Saito's looked very good. They're looking a lot more confident in the ring. They're not looking lost. I don't know. I just tag title run was probably the right idea and i think they might because that that ishikawa versus t-hawk match i think is in uh, in october at korokin and i could see them losing those g infinity titles in october and i think that puts them in contention for the real world tag league once they drop those g infinity titles that all is very logical. I mean, how much? like if you ever like maybe they just gonna keep them where they are plotting around in the mid card? But if you're ever gonna do something with them, you kind of gotta do it. Yeah, them. they're older than Year. you expect being they're, younger. There'll be 37 in December.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and again, if it's not hit them, then who is the other options? Because it's well, all, yeah, all be I mean,
1: It's always been thin at the top. I mean Yeah, they had they're thin on credible tag teams at the world tag title level. I mean, if you look at every world tag league, I mean, real world tag leagues have had bizarre thrown together teams since the nineteen seventies. Yeah, all some of the people that like Abdul the Butcher has teamed with over the years, or something like that. One year he was like teaming with Savio Vega. Um, (laughs) Bring back the Eagle. Yeah, yeah, Um, but.
0: and if it is somebody big, it'll be somebody like Kento and Yuma, a Retread team, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or something like that. Like, why not? Why not give somebody new a chance and see what they can do? Maybe they could pop off against a match with Kento and Yuma for the
1: tag titles. I mean, I think they would be. That's the kind of. I mean, at this point, you kind of want if they win those titles, you want them to beat them for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, and that to me, there really aren't any better options that they could do outside again if you're like just No and, really, and, and if we yeah. think
1: about it now it's like okay so when would they drop the titles they drop the titles to them in January after real world tag league that's yeah. you know you keep getting them reps that's probably the time you got to do it i don't know
0: it's just weird because they're having the big show in december which yeah. would be in the middle of the tag league so i don't know what their plan is with double champion yuma uh we have to get through the title first, so let's yeah. not speak too fast. But I, your idea, everything you said to me makes perfect sense. Like it helps Glade, and the run has helped the Saitos. It's made all Japan look big time. To me, there's really no downside to this title reign, even Saitos though Saito's
1: a TV stars now.
0: Yeah, let's not forget about that.
1: They're on some like I don't know. I don't want to call it cable access, but I don't think <laughs> I think it's like local TV.
0: I wrestled on that channel. <laughs> uh, you're talking to a public access TV champion. It is day. I'll have you know, Gerard. Oh wow!
1: Okay, uh,
0: that's right. I was like uh, I a Channel Six it, it, back a long time ago. <laughs> but um, but,
1: but I think you know, and it's like, well, I can't remember what is it like. They go around and they eat like local food or something and try it. I don't know, but you know,
0: what is the obsession with these guys? like what is so special do you think so captivating and so magical about wrestlers eating food that seems to always sweep the nation
1: because well it. i mean uh, it's it's not well i mean you had Nakanishi not, with the breakfast you had makabe because with the wrestlers sweets. are colorful characters and it's always when they do like normal human things it's always got the gimmick right it's
0: amusing to to, to some people it seems you like see
1: wrestlers do normal things yeah, we're all large people. men
0: yeah, especially yeah, like they, like all of those guys I mentioned were all very big. So yeah, but remember that we're all people deep down. We yeah. gotta eat.
1: <laughs> gotta eat bread. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> another one. Yeah, you by another food yeah. guy. Good, good segue.
1: Well, actually, oh, so we sorry. Actually, I thought I was segueing, but we forgot oh, no. about Yuji <laughs> <Eugene> Nagata, <laughs> Sato, Dan Tamura, Takuya Nomura, and Fuminori Abe. What a team! Defeated Kento Miyahara, Yuma Ariyagi. Atsuki Aoyagi, Rising Hayato, and uh, Yoshitatsu in 1368 (laughs) with the uh, Nagata lock. I think he calls it the 54 with the choke. Um, Okay, just just like the 53 years old. Arms around the neck, yeah. On Yoshitatsu, of course, which is great, right? You don't want like Atsuki doing another job. But I love the fact that Yoshitatsu is now doing jobs when there's juniors in matches. That's funny like
0: me. like you said, could he be on the way out, or could they have just realized this isn't
1: Yoshitatsu? yeah, I mean, yeah, that could, that could be it too, right I've you know he hasn't left yet, maybe he never will, uh, this was fun, they brawled to the outside, you know, um, I thought that um you know, Sato did some fun stuff in here, um, the astronauts were a lot of fun, especially the um. Stuff with between the juniors and the astronauts. And after the match, all five guys did the Nagata salute. And then Miyahara was like on the outside angrily yelling at them, which I thought was hilarious. That was so
0: I was so impressed by this match. Uh and then like the post match at the end, like you said, was just phenomenal. This is Kento's true spirit. It's yeah. like Sato being a weirdo deep down. <laughs> like Kento. Ego well, main, it's yeah. been said, Kento Hogan.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: K- Kento Maniacs are on the rise once again here. Uh, just pissed at seeing Nagata get all this love and all five of them. And it was just so funny to see <laughs> to see Takuya Nomura do this salute was just awesome to me for whatever reason. With Abe and Sato, I could buy it because they're goofy guys. But to see Takuya do it just warmed my heart. To see Miyahara so angry at this. As he should be. He doesn't want the salute in All Japan. He doesn't want to see this crap. He wants the people to do the Kento bang his head against the turnbuckles.
1: Why didn't they do that? Yeah, do you remember the spot? I think it was in one of those All Japan versus New Japan things with the Young Lions where Kento did his fake out spot, but he did like the Nagata salute before drop kicking Nagata.
0: Yes, I do. It was awesome. I like
1: reround that like 20 times and laughed my ass off every time. Oh, it was it's perfect. <laughs> like, it, was, it, was, it was exactly what you want out of Kento. And, exactly. Uh,
0: just such a fun, fun guy.
1: It is impressive that he's actually a babyface. Uh with what he does.
0: Kento Hogan.
1: But he has yet to do something like what Hogan did to Ultimate Warrior at the end of WrestleMania <laughs>
0: 6. That's true. He needs to, if they ever if they get around to this Yuma and Kento match and he big times him at the end, that's how you know he truly is. <laughs> like he's made his transformation into the red and yellow. No, so,
1: I mean Kento is always seems like he's a pretty good team player in the end.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A, a fun, a fun player, a good dude. Uh, but still, we cannot forget the Kento maniacs.
1: No, and then in the finals of Royal Road tournament, Satoshi Kojima defeated Ryuki Honda in seventeen minutes to the lariat. To be honest, I really thought Honda was going to win this because i mean the 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 show where he's challenging yuma is in like nagaoka it's like i mean it's a kind of a loaded show for them but it's still i figured like outside of tokyo you can do honda as the challenger give honda the rub but this works too and you're right like this sort of makes helps i mean i hope yuma wins but this really makes yuma's first title range something special because uh, I don't know how long it's actually going to last. Yeah, but if he can, he can beat Suwama, and he can beat like Kojima, and it's a nice little redemption story for Kojima returning to the company. I mean, the Royal Road tournament doesn't mean that much.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's not like it's, it's, it's champion not carnival. even. It's
1: it's not the champion carnival, and it's not even as big in all Japan as the New Japan Cup is in New Japan. I don't think. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. So you know, Kojima wins. Good match. I thought this was better than their match in the champion carnival. And I really liked that. I thought it was structured also in a way that kept you guessing. Right. I
0: definitely thought this was better than the carnival match. uh, Overall. I wasn't as huge of a fan of that one, actually. Um, Again, it was okay. uh, in the carnival, but I thought this time they really reached another level from there.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's not anything that I would say is like,
1: Oh, I think, I think this is, this is probably like, I don't want to say this because God knows Yuma might pull something out of him even better, yeah. but this I think is probably like peak Kojima at this time.
0: Yeah, you, you I think you're about right. Uh, him and All Japan. I mean, his his run in the carnival wasn't littered with great matches, to be honest. Well, uh,
1: they were all great against the good guys.
0: Yeah, Kento and Yuma. I'm well,
1: <laughs> uh, sorry, that Cyrus match was a lot of fun. I don't care. Wait, it was wait,
0: better wait. than Cyrus matches versus a uh, hawk Yes,
1: I would say. <laughs> but Kojima well, vanquishing the big guy is always fun.
0: Yeah, Kojima's such a likable guy. Like exactly. it, it just in the ring, he's such a good babyface character that I was pretty in on him winning. Uh, it's not like I completely wrote off Honda winning because it would have made a lot of sense if you yes, look at how he runs bit. Yeah. But I just figured, man, they're probably going to want to do the New Japan guy in this bigger show. Because yeah. a lot of people thought that Kento would win. Yep. Uh, when you look at the, the predictions at the start of the tournament, it's just things went a little weird and haywire. Then they announced there would be the tag match, uh, Kojima versus uh, Yuma in the tag match. Uh, shout out to uh, Jesse from Talking Triple Crown. She mentioned that on her page. Uh, I saw and I was thinking, man, I guess Kojima, why not? Like I said, he, he's a, you know, if they want to get, squeeze a little bit more juice out of this orange of this New Japan relationship, i'm for it and honda has a right to a title shot too now that he's beaten yuma so it's like you kind of kill two birds with one stone if kojima wins that really sours well, my opinion on see, all this here,
1: well i agree but here's the thing i was looking you know that upcoming new japan tour with that best of seven series with nagata versus yeah, Strong so Style? Weird. kojima's booked on those shows a bunch of them yeah so i don't know this could be the end of kojima after like Keep Yuma beats him, which I think is what this is going to be.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going to happen too. Like, I I really think that Yuma's going to win. Uh, maybe we'll be proven wrong. I mean, you could never completely but then, write like, off
1: Kojima's yeah. like not going to be around because he's booked on all these New Japan shows.
0: I don't think it's like, I don't think it's that bad, like that he's, that he's gone, you know, either. Like, he's served his purpose.
1: More well, or here's or less, the right? thing like, I don't know how much of this you saw, and again, this is Twitter, so. You know, but there's a lot of like Japanese All Japan fans that thought like it's too many outsiders with all the titles in this company. Like, I, I was going to ask like, you April that. May. Yeah, I was going even... to ask you I don't know how to extrapolate that. Now, Paul has a theory that that's why Korokin down, but they're drawing everywhere else because they yeah. alienated some hardcores.
0: I can buy that. I mean, again, even bring up Jesse again. She even said the same thing about when uh, Eruption won the titles. Like you look at the titles, oh come, on. It's a... they're all, they're all out. <laughs> I mean, this is six man titles. We will not disrespect the legacy of the six man titles on this show. But I mean, honestly though, not just that, the All Asia titles, the Junior titles, Gaura yeah. title. It's like four of your six titles are on outsiders at yeah. the moment, or four of your yeah. five are. On, yeah, so it's like, man, I I kind of see where they're coming from saying that. I think they need kind of a similar thing to what we just described with late. They need a show where All Japan gets the upper hand finally. Yeah. Like like they reclaim everything, just one fell swoop, All Japan's back baby. All the titles are here and you can kind of build behind or build around, I should say, your champion, so to speak. And I
1: Yeah. Remember on the 50th anniversary show where All Japan got victories over New Japan, Noah and AEW all in <laughs> one show?
0: That's correct. You're absolutely right on that. And, and that led to some things turning around, because like I said, to me, the build to the Budokan was really bad. Oh, I course, was like yeah, t- t- totally un- uninterested in that. But that was kind of one of the starts of their turnarounds uh, during that show. Things still were a little out of whack, though, because then you had Nomura Challenge like w- one day later, and it was like really weird. Uh, but they got there, like they, and I think they're getting there now, too. So I, I hope that we can see more of that. Um, make your guys look a little well, in, stronger, in, but-
1: in defense of the Nomura, um, one day uh, turnaround is they announced that 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 triple crown, a triple crown match was going to happen at, on Cork in the next day, and yeah. that's when Joe Doring was still booked, yeah. So it was pretty clear that Doring was going to beat Jake and then lose to Kento,
0: even still. I don't like the idea of doing your 50th anniversary yeah, show yeah. and then one day later, like like doing. A show. I, I
1: think it was like we got Joe. Let's just do this. Uh, yeah, I understand,
0: but I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I still no, don't, I don't like. It. Not, I don't
1: like. Back-to-back title defenses. Yeah,
0: but, but the fact of the matter is, they got there. Like, you know, yeah. like they they got away from all of that. <laughs> they're doing. They're in a better spot now than they were a year ago.
1: Oh, absolutely. You you,
0: you go back a year ago, but up that Budokan show. It was all negative. You, mm-hmm. me, <laughs> Striga, everybody. Uh, you know, pretty much was like real, not impressed with what they were doing. And it, you know, we're at a good spot now. I think. Like I said, if Kojima just loses this to Yuma, and that's the end of him in all Japan. That's totally fine. Like, like realistically, again, where would where else would he go at that point if he's lost the Triple Crown? He doesn't, you know. At that point, you're just like saying, "Hey, wrestle the young guys." Like that's basically the most value you can get out of him. And at that point, just let him be in New Japan, do his goofy seven match series with strong style in that case.
1: And then, so we look ahead to All Japan upcoming September second in Nagano, which I believe is the uh, Aoyagi's hometown. We've got Yuma Aoyagi, Renayabe, and Shuji Shikawa versus Kento Miyahara, Satoshi Kojima, and Yuma Anzai. That should be fun. We got Ryuki Honda versus Hokuto Omori. Uh, Maybe Honda will finally get revenge for getting knocked out. (laughs) Yoshi Tatsu and Takanori Ito versus Takao Mori and Ryu Inoue. Interesting. Uh, I forgot to mention, this was teased. Uh, after the G Infinity match today, but Dan Tamar came out to challenge the Saitos. So we're getting Suwama and Dan Tamar versus the Saito brothers. But right now, it's not it's not listed as a title match either for the Tenru Project United National or the G Infinity Tag Titles. Uh, but I'm actually really looking forward to that match. I, I think, think that that a th- lot of fun. the two truly prestigious titles. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, those look, look at those UN titles, tag titles. I mean, it's prestigious. You got first champions, Yuma Aoyagi, one of them, now Suwama, you know.
0: Listen, there is no that's way not, I'm for
1: some indie titles. I will never
0: criticize Tin Room Project as a company no. that, that pushes Hikaru Sato as a main inventor. And also, and-
1: they booked Koji Iwamoto.
0: That's right. Another, I like seeing Iwamoto because he was in big Japan too. I listened for big Japan, now back yeah. in all Japan. So it's like, it's nice yeah. seeing him around again and some good promotions. Kind of yeah. like, you know, it's, you hope, I mean, obviously it's sad because of the injury, but it's like when Nomura started popping up again in bigger companies, it's like you get a really good feeling about it. And hopefully Iwamoto's run, uh, we see him around a lot more going forward.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, Provided by JTO, as I teased earlier, there would be more JTO involvement, in, Tomoka Inaba and Azusa Onaba yes. versus Aoi, I can't, how do you say it, Ayo, Aoi? Yeah, Ayo, Aoi, and Hisoka. Yeah.
0: Love it. I yeah. mean, the Inaba sisters are fantastic. Um, well, Tomoka, how many
1: matches has Azusa had? Like, I think she just cover. started in February or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, like... you knew that she was fresh because she lost in great
0: <laughs> yes, that was the clue there. Um, I liked Paul's breakdown of her UWF match with uh, uh, Fukuda, though, when they had that. How much better she looked <laughs> than Fukuda in there, yeah. Which paid, which paid off in the in the kickboxing match that Fukuda had, and how that turned out, which was not good. But um, Azusa is still prodigy level talent, even though she's so young, so new. She's really good, and uh, Tomoka, Everybody already knows is great. Yeah, those two are like two of the better like women's wrestlers that all Japan's brought in. I'd love to see them stick around more. And if you if you could get your hooks in on these JTO uh, talents, mm-hmm. uh, you could. this will only help that women's division you were talking about, having these girls in there. Uh, I really like Aoi. Uh, I think that she's a, a really good young talent as well. Uh, Hisoka is uh, okay as well. Let's see how, what she can do here on a bigger stage. She might show out and impress the people. But I'm really looking forward to the sisters. I think that they're going to really be great.
1: And then September 3rd in Nagaoka, as we said, Rising Hato versus Hiromu Takahashi. I've got high expectations. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, come is on. Is
0: Hiromu going to bring his A game here? Because we saw him against Yamato, and it wasn't that great. I don't know. If you're going to say that you think Hayato is better than Yamato, I agree with you. But <laughs> the, the, thing is,
1: the thing is, Hayato is more like a young guy that's going to push, try to push Hiromu, whereas Yamato is yeah. not going to do that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And I agree with you on that. And I just, I hope that, I hope that Hiromu motivated in this match to really make something out of it because it feels like he's not, uh, it's like these New Japan guys coming in, even Ishii in the Dragon Gate uh, show last week. It feels like they kind of think non-New Japan Japan companies are kind of a step down
1: sometimes. Well, Hiromu, I don't know about Hiromu because he, he's definitely tried to do his like junior stuff. Yeah, he had the show in America. Yeah. And the Less Oscar said, the better. Fashion. <laughs>
0: uh, the, the Junior Festival is pretty good. Uh, you know, and it'll be interesting. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I agree with you on paper. This should be a great match.
2: Yeah.
1: Special six-woman tag match. Chihiro, Hashimoto, Yuriko Oka, and Millie McKenzie, the new Marvelous champion, uh, versus uh, Michiko Aoi and Lena Cross. Um, that's sort of like a random button pressed.
0: Fire Pro randomizer match. I've
1: I've never seen Cross, so I don't know. Yeah, I've seen Mackenzie, <laughs> but I've never seen Cross.
0: Yeah, you know, she's one of these they brought in. Um, I also around rather, rather than ever Cyndi Girls, Marvelous, and all yeah. that that universe that, that uh, you bring in these underground Joshi, um. Uh, Talents, pretty much. Uh I think um my friend Yannick, uh, he was at the show live where she uh, was there. It was like her and Akari was one of the, the girls there. One of the best Joshi wrestlers. Uh, you Mizunami, it was like a random six-man tag they did. A six-woman yeah. tag at Sendai Girls like June 16th or June, uh, July 16th. But yeah. Uh, good, good for them, <laughs> they're getting bookings. Oh, right.
1: Sorry, Millie McKenzie won the Sendai Girls title, right? yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She'd be an
1: awesome, is the AAA, triple AW,
0: three AW, yeah, the old school uh Gaia title there, but just reversed pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's like all Japan superstar
1: Mayumi Ozaki. Um, of course, and then uh, special singles match Yoshitatsu versus Super Sasa Dongo Machine. This
0: is what we needed from
1: this, this relationship. This, this is the like, the yeah. This is the dark side of the DDT relationship.
0: Yeah, we, we don't want this in all Japan, do we?
1: No, this should be <sighs> in DDT.
0: Yeah, if it was a DDT, it'd be fine. But we don't want this, you know, because they have a they have legions of goofy guys you can bring into all Japan if they want that. And I guess he's one of them. And it's Yoshitatsu, I mean. What if they just brought in some random guy to have a match with Yoshitatsu, like a regular match? That wouldn't be any good. Random
1: indie guy would be. Yeah,
0: that wouldn't be any good either. So I I uh, uh,
1: Yeah. So and then of course, like the main event will be Kojima versus Yuma.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a good match. You just have to hope that Yuma wins.
1: Yeah, I've really
0: enjoyed Yuma as champion. To be honest with you, I think he's done a great job ever since he's won the title.
1: I mean, you can never say never in this company, but. Yeah, I'm r- r- pretty confident that Yuma's winning.
0: It would go against logic if Kojima won and because I think
1: it makes Yuma look bad.
0: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like this really does damage to him if they do that. And like
1: I and if and the thing is if Kojima does win, I think it's like another quick reign, obviously. That's what I'm saying, and that's won, exactly what I'm saying. Nagatas.
0: Yeah, what's the end game with Kojima if, if he wins the title? Like that's uh...
1: Panto would be the only
0: Exactly. Like so, there's really no purpose to it at this point in time. It makes, to me, any way Yuma loses a title without wrestling Kento and hopefully beating him. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. is a complete waste of a title reign. In my opinion, like it makes no sense whatsoever. So I hope that they're smart. Okay, I
1: have one exception that I think would be acceptable. Hit me with it. Nakajima beats him for it, and then Kento and Nakajima.
0: (laughs) I'm. I love that idea, and especially since what happened to Noah, he he probably won't get the GHC title. So, well,
1: so I should. I looked at this up earlier. This is on September third, and uh, it starts one er, hour earlier than the Noah show. Nakajima okay. has a match at like a six man tag on the Noah show at Osaka Edion, and Nagaoka is like six and a half hours away from Osaka, so there's no Nakajima. Like, I thought, okay, maybe Nakajima is going to challenge Yuma for Yoyogi. Well, I don't think it's going to happen on this show. It has to be Kento. At Yoyogi? Yeah. No, he's facing Anzai. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Honda. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's gutsy. I got to give him that. You would think they would have
0: flip-flopped it, right? Have Honda challenge here. I think Kojima.
1: Yeah. I like it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, they're yeah. they're being daring. I mean, they put T-Hawk and Shino in Yoda Ward. And it worked yeah yeah
0: like uh and plus that's another thing we haven't we haven't gotten to the end of ashino's story as well no. like him, him recovering well,
1: i I think he's still going to be out a while he so he said something i think in a tweet that he didn't get surgery because he didn't want to deal with the metal plate in the arm yeah didn't yeah. want to be lex luger <laughs> you, you just threw away a money gimmick Ashino. what are you
2: doing
1: <laughs> that could have been his equalizer and yeah, I mean you take out the bigger guys with that. Um yeah, that would have been great if I, I like I'm like it could happen, but I just I don't think I mean Ashino's was lifting weights though, apparently, so who knows? But I cannot say when was that champion carnival final? May
0: Yeah, May fourth four I think? months. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't I, I don't Why
1: can't it. Yuma have the title until next year?
0: Oh for t- sure. until Ashino
1: gets back, you know, like I yeah. agree, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think Ashino's gonna be back. For this show is what I'm no, 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 no. no.
0: I, I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of the, the title, I think yeah. there's so much gas left in Yuma's tank that to do, end it now would be very foolish.
1: Oh, absolutely. And then so September 8th, Yogi National G- Gym number two, we got Kyrie and Sayori Anno versus Nagisaka and Suri. I mean, this should be great, hopefully.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it
1: depends how hard Kyrie wants to work at this point
0: is she gonna protect herself from that trip <laughs> trip over how sad is it that her last booking is probably going to be with glate in japan yeah i don't she know
1: because uh, i announced well, it should hey, be glate look, too this later this is this is all, this is all bushy roads fault so you can blame them it is you're right they don't this wanna...
0: should be a good match, though. S- Sari has been her, her match yeah. with Nakajima. Shout it out to the start of the show. You got to watch it. Amazing. Ano yeah. love her run in five-star right now. She's been one of the MVPs of the tournament. And her and Kairi were a great team in the trios with uh, Natsupoi as well. Yep. So, yeah, I think you're going to get some good stuff out of this match. And Sayako will be a fun character to kind of be the center of this. <laughs> Add some insanity to this great wrestling, at least.
1: Uh, Masanobu Fuchi's return match I didn't realize this until recently, but he was out with a detached retina. Oh, wow. Which seems like for a guy that's almost 70. Yeah. um, they should probably turn this into a Terry Funk Memorial match.
0: Yeah, why not? Like why like why not? Literally <laughs> literally.
1: Yeah. Uh get um Get an, uh, you, you gotta put Onita in there. I'm sorry if it's a Terry <laughs> no match, you do though, you know. I have
0: cut the promo at the end, yeah. Basically, the guy guy he stole his whole gimmick from that made him popular. Yeah. Uh, the guy onita yeah. stole his gimmick from,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, um, we got Naruki Doi, Naoki Tanizaki, Hokutor Mori versus Kotaro Suzuki, Keichi, Sat- Keichi Sato, and Mizada. Man, we've got Mizada. Yeah, T Hawk Al Lindeman Shigeru Iria and Junji versus Koji Iwamoto Takuya Nomura Fuminori Abe and Rio Inoue. What a team!
0: Junji coming into all Japan. That's my Chinese uh, wrestler right there. Yeah. yeah, you get there. Who was not in OWE no yeah, matter I, how many times people say
1: that. I keep, keep missing mis- that. You <laughs> know, I saw a bunch of OWE guys when they did that show in Toronto on Summerslam weekend, oh, and cool. I wish some of them would uh, come back.
0: Owe was awesome. Like uh, let's, let's just be honest.
1: You know, uh, was it Gao Jingja? He yeah, was amazing. Like he was like ace potential type guy. What about Bruce Lee? Two thousand. I don't. think He was not on that show.
0: Oh, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I, yeah, those guys were really good. Um, it's just unfortunate they kind of got caught up in all that craziness in, in yeah. Owe. Shima's, uh, bur- you know, scorched earth of, of of Owe there.
1: But uh, so hopefully. Iwamoto returns and I think I mean look I'm not going to deny that I didn't think he was getting stale at the end there but the division has changed radically since he yeah. left so I think it would be very helpful to the division if he did come back even part time.
0: A welcome return I, I absolutely agree with you I think he's got a lot more upside and more more interesting matches now than he did when he left yeah. and he was always in a no man's land where it was like you want him to move up he wants to move up but they don't want to move him up so it's like he's kind of in this Like I said, No Man's Land, pretty much, where they tried to do the open weight deal and it just never went anywhere.
1: You know, I liked his team with Honda. That was a fun little team.
0: Yeah, man. Young Honda was freaking awesome.
1: And so was Iwamoto
0: as well. Great team.
1: And then Kento Miyahara, 15th anniversary debut match. Kento Miyahara versus Yuma Anzai. And then uh, the big Evolution versus DT six-man tag team match that no one saw coming. Hikaru Sato, Dan Tamer, and Suwama versus Jun Akiyama, Yusuke Okada, and Shanshiro Takagi. <laughs> I was like hoping he was going to like Yuya Koroku or something. Yeah. Or even Tetsuya Endo. Anybody would be better than him, but. Um, but uh, do you think Suwama pins Takagi? Like, why is he in this match?
0: That to me is the only logical explanation for, for him being there. Is And that then that
1: keeps a feud going because then Suwama pops up in DDT to feud. Like I, I just trying to so. figure this out. Yeah,
0: have him pan Takagi, have Akiyama run through the Evolution Junior guys, and then they build up to Akiyama and Suwama at a big all Japan show.
1: Well, I think it, ideally it's Akiyama versus Yu. Yuma.
0: Oh well, yeah, that's that should be the end of the game, but I, I you know what will Suwama we'll put put his ego aside for business though. Gerard? I mean you could
1: have Akiyama versus Suwama on the way. Yeah. But that yeah, then but then I'd be down for that. I mean th- Suwama's beaten Akiyama before. I mean, you know, I mean Yeah. That's
0: that's what I am saying. I wouldn't be super confident in that, but as uh my hopes are that Akiyama and because that gives you a fresh challenger for Yuma at the end of the day, too. Yeah. And you you need those. I mean, he he's going to run through the all Japan opponents pretty fast, you know, at the end of the day. You need guys to stretch this rain out.
1: I mean, honestly, I would like to see Okada feud with the uh all Japan Juniors.
0: I've always loved Okada. It's just it's unfortunate that they don't do anything with him there, Uh, nor did they do anything with him in all Japan's original run. But from his very first match he saw, I thought this guy has ace level potential. Like the charisma he had, the way he carried himself, his wrestling was so great. I just I love that. He's not
1: really in a better position in DDT at all. At all. No, he's he's like the third guy in a faction. Headed by an old guy.
0: Yeah, that's like outstated its welcome. Like, you know, Akiyama and DDT doesn't mean what it did when he first got in there. No. And if you remember when Okada came in, they gave him a push right away, put him in there with Ueno. That was a great match. Uh, was, yeah. everyone
1: was like, oh, it's his time finally. Yeah,
0: exactly. They're like, Yes, this is what we needed. And then, then like immediately flatlined, like nothing more, and he's done nothing for the last two years since. He should come home please or at least you know for a bit man him versus in a way that's like my
1: dream this is this is more dream booking oh, for yeah. me that know. would be amazing yeah so that is uh all japan the present and future uh i'm very excited actually about what september will bring
0: yeah me too i like all japan right now they're like to me they're the company that I enjoy following the most, probably right right now. I mean, you know, you look at Stardom. Uh, I mean, turn, I,
1: I would say, I mean, it's not perfect, but they're definitely one of the better booked companies right now.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's not a lot that's exciting me in a lot of these companies, but with All Japan, I like what they're doing. You get double champion Yuma there.
1: The I mean, rest I, are. I never yeah. thought they like. I mean. I know that you were concerned about Yuma Yuma at one point, but I never thought that they were going to go in all in on as many young guys all at the same time.
0: Yeah. And I think Anzai coming in kind of flipped a switch for them almost like, Hey, we have this guy who is our crown jewel. We need to surround him with guys. And I think that they've done a pretty decent job. And I, now that we're about to go into the In one, I just, I think the world of Onzai. like, so much. A,
1: this might be a sweeping comment, but I think that this company, if Kento left tomorrow, would be in a much better position than anyone would have thought a, even, like, a year ago or
0: two, oh, three years ago. A million percent agree with you. Just look at those names I said. Like, if you could build your company around Yuma, Anzai, uh, you know, uh, Honda, like, great young talent, and, you are know, throwing Kento in there, and you know, then you have guys like Ashido surrounding player. It's like suddenly you've got guys that can carry the company now. Are there, are, are you still obviously don't want to lose a star no, like Kito, but obviously. but obviously we're not saying that. But uh, we're just saying that there is much more like top potential depth than we ever could have imagined a year ago.
1: Yeah, I'm just incredibly paranoid given what's going on in the other companies that someone yeah. might steal him out of. Desperation.
0: Oh, I'm sure they they wish that they would do that. That they've probably already tried and probably are currently trying as, as we speak to do
1: it. But so I I'll be pretty apprehensive. Like, I mean, I was paranoid that like Yuma and ASCII were going to leave last year. Well, you know, just because it felt like a uh, you know, and then Yuma made comments in the press and everything, but like, all depends yeah. get its act together.
0: He but, was right. Uh,
1: yeah, and they so, are <laughs> like yeah. they, 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 I they mean, do. I think I think Yuma's got some sway in the back. And he should. Yeah, like, he should. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. He, you could argue that if him and Atsuki left tomorrow, it would be a bigger blow long-term than losing Kento.
0: Long-term, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. And I think Aoyagi is one of my favorite talents as well. But back to Anzai, if he debuted in New Japan, like, like, like they wanted, like they yeah. tried to get him to do that, is he getting IWGP title shots one year in? No. Is he winning matches in the G1 one year in? No. Is he is he having a focal point match with the ace of the company like no. in, in a big show exactly so
1: I will say this though he'd probably be doing more than previous young line classes but that's but they're doing that with everyone
0: yeah they're trying more now but even still it pales in comparison to what he's doing
2: yeah, in, yeah, in,
0: yeah. Uh, Japan so it's like you know they would want him to go on excursion they would want to do that and uh, they're trying to speed things up I know that's a big point of emphasis emphasis for obari is to make their system a lot better for the young lions, but
1: they even all, even all Japan sped up a bit. If you kind of look at where Inoue is. Yeah. And Atsuki and Dan and Hokuto. Yeah. They didn't move up super fast, but they probably moved up a little faster than like they would have 10 years ago. Oh,
0: I agree with that. And, and my kind of point is I think that, Anzai getting all of this is by design because they know if he becomes disillusioned in any way, yeah. he, he will have people knocking on his door and say, hey, we maybe it'll be better on this side. Now, with All Japan, you can't. no logical person can say, oh, actually, I would be more
1: important to New, to New Japan right now. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, the money is ultimately the one thing it will come down to, though. That, that's true. Right. all of these other companies have that All Japan doesn't.
0: That that is true. Will they want to to do that to a like that seems like something so different. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. but that's so counter to how they usually do business. That yeah, you know, I think that that uh, all I'll say is I think all Japan's been really smart with how they've used odds and Absolutely. I think they're on a great path with them.
1: Yeah, for sure. So we go over to uh, Noah N1, and we've got a lot to cover. So we can't go through every match. We're we're already at over two hours on this. <laughs> But we've had a lot to talk about, and I figured it was going to go long. Um, But, uh, okay, what are your overall thoughts on this tournament? I thought it started off very well, and I thought that it sort of, you know, cruised along towards the end for a while. Picked up at the end, and I would say that the floor was higher than the G1, but I don't think it quite hit some of those G1 highs, obviously like you're not getting a NITO Osprey or something like that. But, and I think that there were some good experiments in this and some uh just middling things that happened from experimenting. I can't call it like total bust, but I was not like super impressed or anything. That
0: kind of sums up my feelings on the tournament as a whole. I think it was a good tournament. There really was nothing outside of Huxley. I don't think there was any bad matches really between anybody. Uh, There were some that were, you know, we'll get to some of the guys here. There was a couple of guys that were underwhelming. Oh, yeah. You know, for the most part, everything was watchable. It was good. And kind of like what I said about Glate earlier, just turn your brain off. You'll get some good wrestling. And occasionally you'll get some really great wrestling. (laughs) Like there was a couple of matches that I thought were really strong. But you're only looking at a handful of those that were like special that yeah. you could point to and be like that. For the most part, it was just solid to good wrestling. And I got to say, I'm I don't come away from all of this feeling like I'm so excited for stories X, Y, and Z coming out of this tournament.
1: There aren't that many. Exactly. There's like only- there's
0: Exactly. It's like there's there it's not like they built a lot for the future yeah. coming out of this tournament overall. I think you had good matches in the end. It, it kind of paid off uh, for the Kawasaki show that uh, had a great house. Uh, they started off really low, like early on, and they got better as time went, went along pretty much as the tournament went along. And it then I thought they had kind of turned a corner around the midway point, uh, the mm-hmm. show where they had Wagner get the win yep. over Go with the main event. Yes. And you had uh, Nakajima and Inaba, which I thought was a great match. Yep. Um, like, I thought they had turned a corner, and then it's like, okay, we've done that cool stuff, and now we're going to give you two Jake Lee 30-minute <laughs> in the main event.
2: Yeah,
1: that's what I thought it was starting to drag a bit. And yeah, then exactly, really exactly it was a long tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like eight shows. Like, it was all, all this was. It was like literally half of the G1 block play. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at. Like, it felt like they were turning a corner, and then things ground to a halt. And the last show, uh, you know, I, I thought the match at the end that I saw today... Was you uh, know really strong with Soya Go. Um, it's just I, I don't know how the rest of the show went today. I didn't see it. I apologize for that. I did.
1: I really liked. Um... That's fine because I didn't watch Go versus Soya. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought Sorry. it was a great match. Long, long story short. Well, uh, okay. So okay, we'll just start since it's the today's show. Yeah. Uh, Soya versus Wider, great match. Lots of huge near falls. You thought that Wagner had this, but then Soya like kicked out of the Wagner driver yeah, Uh, let's
0: just go through it. We'll talk about their tournaments on the way here. Um,
1: Well, yeah, and then Go versus Nakajima, not their best match, but it was like a good match. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Kind of interesting. Going through the motions, but like, this was not their best match. Obviously, it was like less than 15 minutes. Kendall versus Jake Lee, probably Jake's best match of the tournament, honestly. I could see that. And Jake took a lot to put take jake down like he kicked out of the pfs and then keno used the like the moonsault knees off the top okay uh I'll jack morris versus adam brooks boring even though i like morris Mas- uh, timothy thatcher versus masa kirimiya uh kind of disappointing given what i was expecting yuki yeah. Okioka, y- yoshiki Namura, short but the crowd really loved... This was a hot crowd, the whole show, actually. Not oh, just cool. the finals. Uh, like, from the very beginning. And then Saxon Huckley versus Yuma Anzai. They should have given Anzai another win. Uh... <laughs> okay, so... Everyone's tournament. Keno. One of the top guys in the tournament, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The I, I totally... match. match. J- he had the Jake Lee's best match. Um... Yeah, I mean, the match with Yoshioka is one of Yoshioka's best matches.
0: And he was great in it, I thought. like He yeah. particularly was like... He really tried to drag that into being a great match, I thought. And I thought he did as good of a job as you could have hoped.
1: hmm And then, well, we go to... Jake him Lee. and Inamura was one of the best oh, matches. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that match. Yeah. Gently. Lee. Well, I'll give him that. He finished strong. Against Kato.
0: Okay, so I didn't like the draws, of course. No, no, they <laughs> were
1: like two and a half type.
0: Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Like totally average. His whole tournament was kind of middling. Uh, to be honest, I liked the opening night main event with Thatcher. That's, I know that, that was
1: a... that was good. I like that one.
0: Yeah, like I like that, but the rest were like, I'm I'll I'll easily forget about them and never think about any of these matches again yeah. that he's had in this tournament. But I much like I, I said. I said a similar thing about Sonata in the G One. And if anybody who listens to Eastern Larry knows how I think of Sonata as, as a wrestler, but I like what they did with him. Like even though I don't love, I didn't love his run or his matches. I think it's so smart to book your champion strong like that. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and it seems like this weird thing where it feels like we've lost our way over over the years with the champions sometimes. Uh, and now we're getting back to it and, and all the companies pretty much. I, I feel like, you know, you look at the Sonata undefeated in G1, Yuma double champion right now, uh, Jake undefeated until the last match uh, on the end one. So I, I really like that they're trying with him, like whatever failures there will be. It's not because you can't because I know it's so easy to blame Noah. and their terrible booking for everything. But with Jake, I think his entire run. They've done a really good job with him. Uh, it's up been and down.
1: correctly. It's just a matter of his performances sometimes.
0: Yeah, and I, I, agree I mean, that it a... got
1: better. I mean, like to all the way to that Segura match and everything.
0: Oh, the Segura match was awesome. I love yeah. that match. Um, yeah. the, and like you said, that's something I noted when All Together was coming around and why I thought he might have been one of the better champions was because every match got better than the last. From Kaito, right. that match wasn't that good. But then you had Nakajima. Then you had Mar Fuji, one of Mar Fuji's best matches in ages. Sugara match was awesome. So I was kind of hyped for his tournament. And then you look at him. To me, he's like mid-tier dude in this yeah. tournament, ultimately. But I like what they did with him. And I'm going to give them a pass on that, even though I don't think he lived up to his title, unfortunately.
1: Um, Jack Morris. I Look, we are fans of Jack Morris at <laughs> the ML Flow Show. And I think he had some good matches. I think his match against Keno was good. I liked his match against stature, but I don't. I think he needed to stand out more. If this guy's going to be the guy Janace,
0: and this is going to be a problem we run in with a lot of guys, where I don't think a lot of matches in general are memorable in this tournament. You know, like like
1: I said, you've got a handful. They clearly like him. He finished third in this in this block. I like him too.
0: I I think. Look at him now. Compared to where he was last year when he made his debut in the tournament. And I think he's grown a lot, especially, especially in his confidence. I think he's done a great job and uh, I like him in general, but I'm going through his tournament right now. And my ratings are three and a quarter, three and a quarter, three. Like, you know, like that's the sort of thing.
1: And then the Jake Lee draw
0: yeah exactly uh but overall like a fine wrestler like overall like i I like him i think he's a good
1: Uh, but i would have liked to see him step up a little more than he did
0: yeah and like i said there's really nothing memorable about his tournament if i had to pick one it would probably be the kennel match would would be his best match
1: i mean i could apply some of the same comments that we had on jack morse to yuki yoshioka i am not a dragon gate watcher but i know the critiques from dragon gate watchers on Yoshioka. And uh, I mean, yeah, he's not the most charismatic guy. Uh, he had some good performance against Kenno and stuff like that. I honestly didn't mind his match against Jake either. But um, yeah, yeah, he was good. He was kind of good at that. He did not
0: step up. And that's so such a shame because I have been a Yoshioka defender during his title reign. But then you see him in this tournament and it really. It caused me to kind of reevaluate him and reevaluate Dragon Gate as a whole, kind of almost, because you see this guy. Uh, first of all, we do have to say too. I really loved. I said this on the Easter Lair, and I'll say it again here. I loved the build up to this tournament from Noah. The YouTube videos, the interviews yes. they had. I thought that was a phenomenal thing. That every tournament should do something like that and put that on their YouTube. And I thought they were so easy and so well done. And he mentioned in his. That he wanted to show everybody the excitement of Dragon Gate in his YouTube video. And then you watch him, and it's like he's perpetually in second gear in all of his matches, pretty yeah. much. Like I never felt if you want to see him in top form, look at last year, his match with Mochizuki. Uh he was phenomenal in that match. And he felt like the ace of a company. But I said this even I'm a fan of Dragon Gate. Um, I do a show uh, Dramatic Dream Dragons, too, uh, where I talk about it sometimes, uh, along with DDT, but mostly Dragon Gate for me. Uh, but he was so great last year. This whole year at DG, he's been a background player. You look at his run, he has no matches, really, that are that memorable in Dragon Gate, outside of maybe when he lost the title at the start of the year in January to Shun, and that wasn't even that great of a match. So he was put, passed with... Um, At Kobe World, which is like their Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Dragon Gate, uh, their biggest show of the year, it was him versus Kakuta, who was kind of a guy in his same faction for the title, the Dream Gate title, and that match was like the ultimate 7 out of 10 match, (laughs) pretty Mm -hmm. much, and it just feels like he's not motivated in general because he's been... You know, he's basically been deep pushed to push Kakuda, who's the champion right now, and I also have a lot of questions about uh, his champions, to be honest, but it just feels like he's not motivated, period, right now, and this entire tournament, again, compare him to Anzai, a rookie, who stood out more?
1: Yeah, Anzai.
0: Like, like clearly. Like, it's, it's not even close. So that to me kind of second made me second guess everything, because I was actually a fan of his, and I was I wanted to see how he would do in this tournament. One thing I say I like about him, though, I liked that every match he had, he had used a different finish to win. Uh, I thought that's always something really cool. And I liked it that he at least thought about it to that level. And none of them were his normal finisher, like the frog splash that he does and Dragon Gate. It was always the Inferno or the Battle Hook or a Flash Pin. So I, I liked the thinking he had, but the performances were, like I, like I said, I watched these matches, when this is done, I will forget about them and never think about any of this in-one run again.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then next up, Timothy Thatcher. I thought he had a sneaky good tournament. Like, I thought his match against Keno, I really liked a lot. Um, his match against Jake, I liked. Not everyone liked. It did go 22 minutes, but I still think it was pretty solid. Like his match against Kimi and Inomura. And he finished about where I expected. Like, they protect him to an extent. Yeah. They want him to, like, be an occasional challenger and get wins out of nowhere and make, like, maybe sometimes bigger names submit. A
0: fine performer. And I really enjoyed that Jake match. So That, to me, I haven't seen the Keno match yet, but to me, that was Jake's best match to that point. But my problem is, compare him to Hideki last year, which was kind of what I thought his role would be. Right. And it's a lot less impressive like overall. Like if you put him in the the context of this tournament, I think he did a good job, don't get me wrong. Uh the best he could in the circumstances. But then I wanted him to be like Hideki last year, who was like the MVP of the tournament. And he works this very similar style, obviously. But I just don't think it ever came together to my to my personal expectations of it. But I still liked it. It was still good. And I, you know, it's just not a lot there really grabbed me outside of the Jake match. And he was uh, the Kenno match two was a pretty good match as well but it wasn't to me anything that I would say is like, oh like compare that to Hideki and Fujita last right, year yeah. or, you know or Hideki and Kenno last year and you know like that's a, it's a tough thing you know because that we needed him to be that guy and I don't think he reached that status unfortunately and I hate saying that because I love him so much but
1: <laughs> yeah I, I mean I still think he was in the top half of performers in this in this tournament. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then uh Masa Kidamiya. Again, nice little turn nice little tournament for Kidamiya, I thought. Uh had some good performances. I le- you know what? That 30 minute draw with Jake, I thought he worked pretty hard, even if the whole match didn't come together. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, nothing too super memorable, but like generally a solid guy that's become a very consistent guy that will deliver. And um, I thought maybe he'd finish a little higher. To me, he
0: wrestled like right to his level on the card. Like a solid, big power guy. And always wrestled with good energy. I liked what he brought to the table at all of his matches. He never like slowed things down or was super boring. Um, He wasn't really having like, you know, uh classic level matches or anything like that even in terms of like the time that he went but i thought he always had a fun and explosive performance here and there and then you had that match with jake which i agree the match itself was not a lot of fun to watch but he brought his best uh, to it he tried to make it work but um i was really disappointed in the match with inamura actually that was a match i was really looking for
1: disappointing
0: yeah, I thought that was going to be like a banger. And instead it was like, oh, this is like super mid level. Like, well, you know, like not at all what I wanted. Uh, so I will say that that's kind of what I go away with him. But there's nothing in his tournament that I would point to as like a special match. But he did get pushed well and uh, he got to have a draw with the champion. So from that end, ends, it is a success where he would rank in the tournament. I would say, of the people we've talked about, I would definitely say Thatcher has had a better run. Uh, and obviously, Kennel. As well, yeah, like Kenno sure. is the clubhouse leader of the people we've talked about so far.
1: Yeah, Adam Brooks mid.
0: Oh, totally. Like nothing performer in, in this tournament. And what happened to him? He used to be like this, uh, like upstart flyer guy. <laughs> like and now he's a mechanic. Well, I right. think
1: I think one of the mistakes is that they didn't bring him in for a tour, two, at least for a warm up.
0: That would have helped. Uh, that's a, that's a great point on your part.
1: It's like I the guess, Anthony Green thing. I mean, I think yeah. Anthony Green would have been better than him in this tournament, especially at this point. Yeah,
0: I really wanted to like him, uh, but it's just there's he brought literally nothing. Like his role could have been not just Green; it could have been performed by literally anybody <laughs> on the roster. Like, like he's like a creator wrestler level heel, and I don't think he was even used to his strengths because, like I said, he used to be like a a good prospect flyer dude, and now he's like. Generic foreign heel talent, and that's yeah. that's basically what I th- think about him. Like totally average, five out of ten on everything. Yeah. And I, I've I said this before. I hate the look. I like it's so the pants are so bad. It's like he, you know, I just don't know what he's trying to go for with this. It's not who I know him as.
1: He's like some, leon's older brother.
0: Somebody messaged me about this uh, on Twitter X whatever. Yeah. And look at the side-by-side of Hammerstone
2: yeah, when he yeah, was a yeah, Noah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and him. And it's like twin brothers. It's like exactly the same almost. And it's like, what, what is this? Is this like stock, uh, like stock foreigner <laughs> gear? Uh, you know, you come in and they just give you this crap. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have your own gear, they will give you these pants to wear. <laughs> it feels like, and uh, he forgot his gear. Like this is, we really have to blame the luggage department of whatever airline he used. Nothing, nothing, player in the tournament. Totally, you know, replaceable.
1: And then the final guy in a block, block a Yoshiki Namura. I don't even uh, know to begin with this. Zero points. The big goose egg. And he announced he's going on a excursion to Europe afterwards, even though he's thirty years old. <laughs> um, I mean, he was one of the better performers in the tournament, no question. Match
2: that's against, the sad
1: part. Match against Kenno. I liked him against Thatcher i you know,
2: uh
1: I don't know. We've said it all before. I mean, what are they doing with this guy? Is he finally going to get his push when he comes back from this excursion, or is this a Sonata excursion? Remember when Sonata went on excursion? Yeah. To Canada or TNA? Uh, when he was in Russell One. To Canada or TNA? Yeah, <laughs> I repeat. Oh, that was TNA because when yeah. he was in Canada, that's when the um, Wrestle 1 split happened. Oh yeah, they, TNA okay. was the was after yeah. And he like comes back to Big Japan and then and he got
0: he got kidnapped in yeah. TNA by James yeah. Storm. Yeah, I remember. Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> with, 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 <laughs> let's just hope he doesn't go to TNA. I think is the first thing we have to hope for with Inamura. I mean, to me, I just I don't have any hope for him, to be honest with you. like no. I have I have zero expectations for him. I think in seven years, we're going to look at him like we do Keita Mia now, like at soya and those guys like that's where he's going to be at like seven or eight years from now, I think.
1: Yeah. I oh, hope I'm wrong. Well, Here's I mean, the thing. he's at Manabu Soya's level in seven or eight years. That's pretty good.
0: Just <laughs> uh, in terms of push, like to me, I think he's one of their absolute best wrestlers. Oh, for sure. Like, if it were up to me, he'd be a champion, right? Like he he would be. Like I said, there's an alternative reality where the main event of January 1st is Inamura has won the tournament and he's beating Kaito, who is at a strong title reign. Yeah, Inamura is getting the torch passed his way. Yeah, like yeah. that, you know. There's an alternative reality where we could have gotten there, but how can I have any faith in that? Like, he's never won a match in this company. He's not beaten anybody outside of young, uh, you know, rookie wrestlers in Noah. Yeah. Never, not one win in Noah. All this time. How long has he been there? Six years. Five or six. Yeah. Not a single win. Not even over anybody, and like, I just, how can you do that? Yeah, uh, how? What sense does this make? I don't understand it, but I just I love him. Like, I think he's a great wrestler, like performer, the way he carries himself. I think he's better than those guys. Like I said Kita, me, and Soya. Like, I take him over them right now, easy, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinion. But it's just that they, there's nothing to to <sighs> nothing to sink your teeth into as a fan, unfortunately, and. Even then, I'm really surprised that they did this. Like, oh, like no wins? That's ridiculous to me. I never would have it predicted is. that. I, you yeah. know, I even for him and I'm somebody who's I genuinely or I generally view things more. I'm more skeptical of any kind of push in general in wrestling, just because every time you look, you're getting burned, no matter who it is. Uh, you mentioned earlier I was a little down on Yuba even last year after they dropped him out to Kento, and thankfully they've turned it around and done a lot of great things with him. Maybe if they want to, they can get there. But where's the evidence that they see anything in him ultimately?
1: Yeah. And then uh, so that's it. Block A, Block B. Yeah. Go Chiyozaki, absolute one of the best in the tournament. Up there yeah, MVP
0: something. level player in the yeah. tournament. Yeah. Um, what a great return to form for him because I thought
1: Mac- yeah.
2: Well, I thought he struggled. Last?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I thought he struggled a little bit when he first came back. Yeah. Not that he was bad or anything, but just that he wasn't at the level you would expect for go freaking Shiozaki. Right. Well, you know, he wasn't that guy. But in this tournament, he's reestablished himself as like one of the best guys. What do you think of this kind of, you know, attire change and, and you know, everything going on with him? What, what do you think of this new look he's got going on?
1: I don't know. I mean, he's trying to, like, stand out. And whatever. Yeah. He always, he's, how many times has he
0: changed yeah. over the years? It's... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I remember when he came in, <laughs> when he had the Goto look back when, in the when, old
1: days. When is he going to bring his mullet back?
0: That's what he's really been missing, in my opinion, is the mullet. I think that's the answer to everything. But now instead, we've got the flower, although he abandoned it uh, halfway through the tournament. Yeah. So so does that is that a sign that he's lost his heart? He's, he's like an edgy smile. Yeah, (laughs) the new HVK of of
1: Noah right now. He's lost his smile. The Heartbreak Kid is actually a good nickname for Go if you think about his career,
0: especially before his late, like the uh, before 2020. Yeah, (laughs) yes, it was a perfect name for him, I would say. But yeah, I think he's been one of the best guys. He deserves to be in the final, and I think that uh, he delivered big against everybody pretty much. I, I thought he did a great job in pretty much all of his matches. That match with Anzai. That was one of the best matches. Oh, absolutely. The, and the, Wagner. Those are the Yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly. That, those two would probably be my two picks if I were pointing to matches that did stand out. Yeah. A lot of them were him, and I think he did a fantastic yeah.
1: job. And then next, Manabu Soya coming in with the uh, surprise playoff against Go. How yeah, was good. that match? Oh, I thought it was really strong.
0: Like yeah. I said, one of the better matches of the tournament, once again. And I think in general, he's been one of the better... Um, More standout guys. Twenty twenty
1: three, the year of the soya resurgence. Soya tour twenty three, baby, let's go! I want to see this. Great tag matches. Yeah, singles matches. Pinning Sonata.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he he has, he's pop locked and dropped it, man. He is he is very underrated year. Oh yeah, and I think a lot of people have gotten on board with him like i think that like a lot of people realize hey this guy's had a really strong year
2: yeah
0: and deservingly so because yes you like you said singles matches tag team run getting yeah. in the playoffs i think this is a great success story for him yeah even though he, he didn't get to the final i think just making it to a playoff no I one was, would
1: have thought like yeah. thought, oh manabu is in the N one this is not what he would have finished point-wise. Yeah,
0: yeah, you think he's like fourth from the top, you know, yeah, like for, yeah. fourth
1: place, maybe fifth. Six points. points. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. And, instead, they really respected him, and I thought he he performed like they told him at the start of the tournament, hey, you're going to be one of our main guys, and yeah. you're going to be in the playoff, and you're going to be the main event on the last night, so earn it. Yeah. And I think he did a great job.
1: And then Katsuhiko Nakajima, eight points, some good performances that match against Anzai. The match against Go, I mean, not their best match, but still like one of the better matches in the tournament, no question. I thought the match against Wagner was pretty good. You know, just overall good performance.
0: I thought the match was versus Inaba it was his best match. Oh, yeah, match. I just forgot. Yeah, like that was a great match. Uh, I, thought, I thought overall and probably his best, but the match with Andai was really good uh, too. Uh, Wagner, like you said, all the guys you
1: mentioned. Yeah. Soya
0: was another standout match to me oh, on yes, the first, the first night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah.
1: Wasn't that the first match of the tournament or like second? I, I think was it the, was the first match. Very low on the card, but it rocked.
0: Yeah, really weird. Because, yeah, they had the opening yeah. match was like Stallion, Rogers, and Green, yeah, and, yeah. and those other guys. And then the first match of the tournament was Nakajima and Soya, right, right here. How about that?
1: Great match. And then he to Dr. Wagner Jr. I mean, again, up there, one of the best performers. I'm also somewhat surprised that he wasn't put in the Soya role because they seem very high on him. The crowd loves him. He was getting some awesome heat. Um, You know, we talked about all those good matches already. Yeah, with everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I saw... I I do think that he started off a little bit slow, actually. Yeah. But when he beat Go, the switch was flipped, uh, pretty much. And the crowd was like, like you said into him in all of his matches. I mean, he just did a great job of the crowd. And uh, like you said,
1: really he does that like head twist thing. Yeah. Others.
0: Yeah. And he's a, a really good performer. I agree with you that he probably would have been my pick for the playoff situation, but I think it worked out all right, especially watching yeah. the match. I think you'll agree after you watch it, but uh, Wagner, no complaints with him at all. I think he totally lived up to his rep as one of the stronger performers and a great national champion, a great secondary champion, which like none of the other companies really have uh, ultimately,
1: but he pulls it off. Great. And then uh, Lance NOI at eight points. They like him. Look, I don't think he was horrible or anything, um, but I don't think he was like great, but I was led to believe he would be worse than he was. A lot of people were really down on him.
0: I totally agree with you. Uh, it's clear that, like, it's clear that he was underrated coming into the tournament because,
1: I mean, MLW. <laughs>
0: yes, Those that is watching. true. Yeah, that that automatically. <laughs> yes, the world may be watching, but um, that first match he had with Anzai, I thought was like a really strong match. I was so impressed by that, and it played into his strengths actually. Yeah, and that's what to me, I would bring him back.
1: Yes, I would too.
0: But I think the best use of him would be in Huxley's role, like in a tag team, because I think he's excellent on offense, but
1: spectacular moves. That's your tag. That's a tag guy right there.
0: Exactly. And like a poor on selling. So let him be the hot tag guy. Come in like a house of fire, destroy everybody, do cool stuff and be freaking awesome. And everyone will love him. And then you don't have to really subject him to where he has to kind of sell or anything like that, because there were some spots where, when yeah. he faced a guy like Huxley, where you had to see that go oh, even, God. and it, it yeah. was bad. Yeah, yeah, see, so put him in the tag, let him be the hot tag guy. I think somebody like he's hurt right now, but like him and Enaba, yeah. like Enaba could sell and do like the good work in the match and then tag in on a wife for a big hot tag. Yeah. I think that there's, there's money in a team like that. Yeah. I like him well, well above what I thought.
1: And then Saxon Huxley.
0: Well below what I thought, and I already had low expectations.
1: <laughs> I just, I kind of got annoyed that he beat Anzai in the last night.
0: I'm glad I didn't watch that. Do I have it to watch okay.
1: that? No. Okay. Anzai tried. I know he did. I love uh, Anzai. Uh, I just, also, they lose to, those tag titles soon. I don't know.
0: It's such a bad team. <laughs> like, they don't fit together at all.
1: No, and it's a waste of Thatcher.
0: Oh, totally agree. I just I don't understand it. The thing is, it's all look. You know, he's big. He's got the beard. You want those over the top characters. You know, your berserkers, your bruiser brodies. Like I I get it, but he's bad though. So so ultimately, I don't. There was he to me was clearly like the low poor person of the tournament for sure. Yeah, Uh,
1: Adam Brooks is just is competent. Just like. Soulless.
0: Yeah, a fine wrestler who's so boring. Uh, yeah. But he's he's bad. Like yeah. Huxley. Like I don't want to watch him at all. yeah no. So
1: yeah. Um. I ha- well, the thing is, I thought Huxley was looking a little better in tags lately. So I was like, well, let's see how. Yeah. But no, 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 don't put him in singles. <laughs>
0: if you want to do a tag team, put him with another wild guy. To me, yeah. like just, like wreak havoc, like a you know a Road Warriors like Abdullah Brody type of team, you know don't put him in there with thatcher like yeah. how does he fit in with
1: this this whole group of real yeah, exactly.
0: it doesn't make any sense to me but who
1: am i to question noah's decisions and then uh yuma anzai who we've already talked about a lot I love him i mean yeah i mean this is a very important learning experience for him
0: oh i can't say enough good things about how well he's performed adjusted Taken on new people, like had yeah. matches with different people. Yeah. All of this was good. And listen,
1: having to having his first experience, having to wrestle some like sluggish foreigner
0: and, it, and succeeded like greatly <laughs> in it. I thought he did a fantastic job, in that I don't know why match. Well,
1: oh, and- I, meant, I meant Huxley.
0: Uh, he oh uh I I didn't watch that match so, yeah, <laughs> so no
1: but I mean he, you know whatever yeah you know
0: what and him versus go to me like I said before, oh, was yeah one of the best matches in the tournament but something that really impressed me this Noah crowd took to him like one of their own yep. like like he felt like the hometown hero in in all of his matches almost and I just love how they like nobody can deny. Like nobody can deny, odds, even if you're a different company,
2: yeah.
0: Like they wanted to rally behind him. I I wish that the thing is, I it's not like you could really blame him for not giving him a lot of big wins or yeah. anything like that. I but think he to point,
1: actually beat Inaba,
0: yeah, and that would have been something. I, he, yeah. he did beat Soya, uh, yeah. there that, to a great pop, too, when it happened, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would just I would have loved to have been around somehow like even if it was through draws or something like that uh, I, I wish that he could have been around on the last night at, at least i I really thought highly of his tournament even though yeah. he's you know people will talk about his age and experience but I'm talking about skills he's one of the best guys in this yeah. whole tournament so I, I really was so impressed by him at every step of the way I've been impressed by his run whether it's with the champion carnival. The title match versus Nagata, I was like the highest man on earth (laughs) on that match. I think (laughs) Uh, I loved that match a lot, Uh, but I just I he continues match
1: with Kento. I'm very looking forward to because he's going to bring what he learned in the N1. Oh,
0: I would love to see that. I I think it would be cool if he like hit the vertical spike, like or sorry, like a Nakajima move of some yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I I guess like you know you use something like that, and that could kind of be something that you could bring in there. But yeah, sky's the limit. Everybody knows it. But I just want to put it out there how great he really was. I never mind his experience level or whatever. I thought he was one of the standout players.
1: And then finally, unfortunately, Anabug was injured with Vertigo. Probably sounds like maybe a concussion. Yeah. Uh, he had uh, one of the best matches of the tournament with Nakajima. And, and I... What's the other... Oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. He had another good match. Or was it... Um, do you have a match against Soya? I, I'm totally drawing a blank. This Yeah, he did. He beat yeah. Soya. Yes, that's right. Yes, I like that match too. So it's really unfortunate that he um got injured.
0: Yeah, and I mean the matches against Soya and Nakajima were both really great. And it, yeah. especially the match with Nakajima, he showed a level of fire I don't think he's we've seen from him yet. Yeah. Um I just, I love that match so much because of the way they set it up where it was like, you know, they basically sold Nakajima, like you were saying on the commentary with Stu, they were like, Nakajima, he's knocked out people, he's dangerous, <laughs> and and then Inuma was like, not today, <laughs> it's like, we're fighting, <laughs> like, you ain't knocking me out, We're gonna, I'm gonna knock you out, and they just had a fight, and then Nakajima put the extra hot sauce at the end of the vertical spike, I thought was really good, um, I've always liked him, though. I, I've always been a fan of his. I thought he was massively underrated, right. just because he never really got any chances in Noah. But I liked him in Wrestle One. I thought he was a good oh, yeah. worker. Um, you know, really from the beginning, uh, like he's he was been a great young, great rookie for them, and grew into a good worker. I really liked the idea of him and Kaito as a tag team, actually, when he came in, because I felt they were like yes. really kind of similar. Um, they never really went too far. They had like a very brief moment. And of, of course, that. we got
1: the nice. Kid and Inaba tag team that didn't last long enough.
0: And, and they were they had a really strong tag title run, too, yep. earlier this year, too. So I was happy. It's like, okay, hey, we're doing something with these guys yeah. finally. And then it's like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. They lost the title, so let's <laughs> break the team up. Uh, like, well, who wants successful stuff in our show? Put it back in the second match. Yeah. But uh, I thought he really showed a lot here. It's unfortunate that he had the injury, but... It's just tough. I mean, it's hard to predict the futures of too many people in, in the company with how they are. Because like you said, they had something going with that tag team and just broke it up for literally no reason. So I I don't know. I don't have high expectations for his future, but I really like him as a worker. I think he's underrated. I'm happy that yep, more, people sure. have, more, more people have seen that this year.
1: Okay. And so we got this coming weekend, the N1 Victory Finals uh, at Osaka-Edion Arena. We've got... Mohamed Yone and Yu Owada versus Kaifu Jamura and Takeshi Ozawa. I have not watched all the Yu Owada matches just because I haven't had the time to. Yeah. Um, Hayat and Ada versus Yohei and You can figure out what oh. they Miyuki Takase, Maya Yukihi, and uh, Natsu Sumeri versus Yu, Hiroyu Matsumoto, and Hibiscus Me. I feel like there's a good match in there somewhere. <laughs> hey, listen. Hibiscus Me, another Taka trainee. Back yeah. in the K-Dojo K days. Uh, Al Hio did Dr. Wagner Jr. and Lance Anawai versus Adam Brooks and Stallion Rogers. Honestly, <laughs> Anawai and Wagner, that's a good tag team.
0: That's another good, like, if you just let Wagner do the work and hot tag Anawai when you need a big guy to wreck stuff, I'm yeah. I'm into that.
1: Uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima, Hajime Ohara, and Junta Miyawaki versus Manabu Soya, Suji Kondo, and Seki Yoshioka. Uh, <laughs> well, we know Yoshioka
0: we know Yoshioka's taking the fall. I did yeah. that match unfortunately. Um, or Junta. Oh yeah yeah, another one in the doghouse. Will he ever escape? Yeah. At
1: the
2: the, point, or will the
1: legendary just- four-way Noah Jr. match. Okay. Ninja Mac versus Dragon Bane versus Alpha Wolf versus Alejandro.
0: Well, we know that Luchador's cannot wrestle Noah guys except for Alejandro.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then Jake Lee, Jack Morrison, Anthony Green versus Saxon Huxley, Timothy Thatcher, and Hideki Suzuki, which could be a tag title setup. Why wasn't Hideki in the tournament? Well, look, I respect the idea of getting all like young guys in there, but it didn't actually turn out as well in practice. Uh, yeah, as it could have. yeah. Um for the GHC Junior heavyweight tag team title, Chris Ridgere and Daga versus Atsushi Kotoga and Hiroki. I actually thought the finals of that little tournament they did for the next contenders of uh, Tadasuke and uh, Yohei versus uh, Kotogi and Hiroki was actually pretty good. That was on one of the Korokin Hall shows during the tournament. The Yoshiki Inamura send off match. Naomichi Marafuji, Takashi Sugera, Masa Kenimiya versus Yoshiki Inamura, Yuki Yoshioka, and Yuma Anzai. Who's taking the fall? You know who's taking the fall. <laughs> the one going away. GHC martial arts rules Masakatsu Funaki versus Josh Barnett this could be fun
0: I like it on paper I mean I have a lot of respect for Barnett uh, personally I mean Barnett's,
1: um, Barnett's pretty good whenever he wrestles these days in blood sport
0: yeah exactly I mean that's There's pretty a much Mox it match and... yeah he's always a, a good dude to have and Funaki's up and down but I think they'll this could be one of those things where it's good Or it could be one of those things where it's like four or five minutes and we get out.
1: I think it's got to be 10 minutes, Tobs.
0: I think so. You know, I I think you're right. But I I could see this being kind of like, you know, a goodwill gesture to Fornaki and a a nice payday and a nice spotlight for them. And maybe not a lot more. I mean, where do you go with either one of these two?
1: Nowhere. <laughs> Funaki had a, it, overstayed his welcome as national champion. Too. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that really drug out. Um, yeah. But I, I like it for me. I could see myself enjoying this, but I wouldn't expect a match of the year.
1: Uh, special tag match Kaito Kiyomi and Ryohei Oiwa versus the reuniting Zack Sabre Jr. and Yoshinori Ogawa. I mean, I think this could be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I like Oiwa. So, uh, you know, Oiwa, Kaito. Interesting teams. I still it? think
1: it slightly makes Kaito look like a geek. It perhaps. does to be like a young lion guy,
0: and he's kind of like this match is going to be spotlighted around Oiwa. Yeah. So it, where where do they go with Kaito?
1: I don't even want to think about it. And I
0: th- th- nothing but pain is walking down this path. I, I nearly took. I it don't on.
1: even know, but I think this Oiwa thing might last a bit. Um, I think so too. And then for the N One Victory Finals, Keno versus Goshi Ozaki. I think Go wins. Yeah, I agree. Go beats Jake. And then Kenno beats Go on. Well, it's not New Year's this year. It's January 2nd at Ariadne. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because look, I think, well, okay, this sounds corny, but you got to finish the story with Go <laughs> and have him win its tournament in Noah, singles tournament in Noah. I think Go deserves another tag, or sorry, singles title run. But it, like the thing is you can't like earmark a year long reign for go because you don't know how long his body's going to last. That's true. And Keno is so hot right now that you got to get that title onto Keno too. I mean, Keno could win this and beat Jake, but the thing is Keno just beat Jake. So I feel like that's anticlimactic.
0: I really have no clue what their plan is for, for January 2nd, because there's really no logical options that are appealing to be honest with you at the moment the only thing i could think of which is something i would hate and why i was against all of this why why reunite axis just to go have him go on a singles
1: run yeah i don't know
0: you know like th- that's Didn't the one thing some
1: photo books i don't know
0: and that's that's the real truth of it like that's really the only reason why but from a story perspective i kind of hate this yeah it doesn't because make it makes sense yeah exactly so i i'm really having a hard time getting yeah, <laughs> they haven't even accomplished their goal as a team yet, yeah. and he's already going for the title. So it's tough. And, and like you said, if Keno wins, it just feels like where do you go? So he, then he beats Jake, who faces Keno on January second. Yeah, it's there's no good options, you know. So it's like, yeah. I'm I'm with you ultimately. I think Go is going to win. I don't know if Keno faces him again at January second, but that seems like a very for how they book, remember last year they did a yeah. very similar thing where Kaito beat Kenoh and then Kenoh challenged Kaito. There's
1: not a lot of options. I think you just run this match back.
0: I think so too. The only other thing I was thinking is if they want to split up, going Nakajima already again and run that playbook again, but it's so soon. Why? Why do it? Why I do it? Think, even? I
1: still think Nakajima is earmarked for another Kento match somewhere. Me too. I I,
0: I predicted that he would win. <laughs> I thought Ke- uh, Nakajima would win the tournament and you could build to him and Kento in the future. Right. But uh, they've gone away from that would go, and maybe they could still set that up again. If they want to break up access so soon, I don't know why they would do any of this, but uh, like you said, there just really isn't any good options, no matter what happens. I, I think that they're going to really have to work hard to pull something out. Yeah. And I, I think the most, e- the logical answer is exactly what you said. Go wins here and they build to another Keno and go match, which, I'm sure this match is going to be phenomenal. Uh, Ken Owen, go. I really liked their match in June. Yeah. They had and that actually did over a thousand in Corkland on yeah. its own with them as the main event, which is rare for Noah. Uh, so I think that they have something with these two. Like you said, though, a big question we go going forward is how long can he last at this rate? Uh, we just have to hope for the best. And I think they're hoping for the best. But I don't blame them for turning to him. I blame them for reuniting access and then immediately floundering that story. Well, yeah
1: you know, go versus Nakajima is something they could have.
0: Yeah. That's something that should have been. Yeah, exactly. That should have been built to for another year of them as a team together. And then you get that to this point, but I don't know. Uh, But I agree with you. Ultimately that go win the tournament
1: should be a great match too. Oh, I absolutely think so. Probably the match of the tournament. So that is pro wrestling. No, and that's after almost three hours or about three hours, our show. So Dylan, thank you so much for coming on and you got your plugs
0: which tr- i was trying to get us to challenge the flagship and linked i don't know if we did it but i tried <laughs> uh, we, we, we had a lot to talk about too like you said very happy first of all first and foremost thank you so much for having me on gerard i i really appreciate it I always uh, as write. always
2: yeah and
0: i yeah i had a lot of fun talking to you about this we got to do this again uh, either here or uh, i'll have you on my show at some definitely. point.
2: definitely
0: um always wanted you on. You always slip through my fingers uh, <laughs> you know, right now, but I uh, uh, check out my other show, the Eastern Lariat. It's been around for so many years. Uh, still going strong, stronger than ever in a lot of ways, actually. Uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. If you guys recognize me, I hope you enjoyed my appearance here. And if you want to hear more of me, check out the Eastern Lariat on Twitter at Eastern Lariat. We always uh, talk about everything in Japanese wrestling. As I said, we've been doing it for years now. Uh, me and Striga from cage match, are on there and uh we cover everything Noah, New Japan, all Japan. I try to get him to watch Joshi uh, sometimes but it's you know it's up and down but right now he's into the tournament. I'd uh, start him too so you get that as well. Uh check out my other show Wrestle Update. Uh that is a show also on Cage Match uh on YouTube we have all the links there when you go to cage match.net on the front page on my Twitter too we plug it. Um it's a show about AEW WWE. Um Nello actually got me to watch GCW uh, recently, too, so which, we're going
1: to fu- which one? Oh, like the freedoms guys?
0: Yeah, yeah homecoming. Uh, and uh, listen, I, I can never completely hate any show with Rina Yamashita on it, but it is GCW as well, so we have to keep that in mind uh, overall. Um, but that's something nobody expected and we, we pulled it out there.
2: <laughs>
0: um, we're talking about All In AEW. Uh, Sandre was at the show, a special guest who was live in the Wembley Stadium there. Uh, Lucha Talk did a recent episode about. Uh, you want to talk about GCW, the horrendous Triple Mania show. Uh, no, that was, I, uh, heard, yes. uh,
1: I usually watch Triple Mania, but I didn't bother after hearing all this. And you were the smarter one <laughs> to not watch it overall.
0: Um, you know, Go there. Check out the Patreon for the Eastern Lariat, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat. Uh, follow me at Twitter at Viva underscore zero. Tribute to my favorite Joshi wrestler, Ray, coming off on the anniversary of her death in just a couple of days. Uh, so rest in peace to her. And uh, Dramatic Dream Dragons, I said, Five Star Network, uh, we talk about dr- dragging a DDT. Uh, we did an interview with like Ho, Ho Loon the, uh, the other day. Oh, nice yeah we got to meet up again with him He was so excited to talk to me and i was so excited too especially because yannick kind of yannick tried to make it seem like hoho big time me on the show (laughs) but when he got on the show he was so friendly and cool and he was like oh man i remember talking to you before and i was like yeah (laughs) like back in the old days we're kind of crazy but a very cool guy hoho is and uh we'll do some more cool stuff in the future as well uh on there so it's a very interesting project Uh, lots of stuff going on in my world in the world of wrestling japan all across the globe it's the thing I love the most and uh very happy to be on here and hopefully we can do it again very soon.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Dylan. All right. So we will be back after the N one finals and after the big show in, uh, Nagaoka on the third and we'll recover that and probably back and maybe I'll get him to give us a all in report. Although that might be dead, issue by then and I'm not sure <laughs> to sit through listening to that about that show. <laughs> so uh everyone take care and we'll see you in about a week or so. Bye. Hey kids, do you like wrestling? Well, wow, we like wrestling too. We are Shake Them Ropes
0: here on the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network, myself and Chris Novembrino, kind of doing a lazy river of wrestling criticism, going through the news and whatever happened in stateside television wrestling and also, you know what, sometimes We just like to watch old stuff and talk about that too. Love for you to give us a listen. If you haven't already, we are Shake Them Ropes here on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network.